time. We've bounced from place to place in St. Lawrence County. We've seen some big semifinal games. We saw a big championship football game on Saturday together. And now you listen to what will unfold back-to-back Class D championship games here on the North Country. And the first one starts the girls' Class C Section 10 championship. How about it? Your Hewelton Bulldogs, they've paid dirt to get here. They've worked hard this season. They are one win away from crowning the championship and moving on to the state playoffs. But right across on the other side of the fence, just as well, the deserving Parrishville Hopkinton Panthers, who have had a splendid, if not better, season than the Hewelton Bulldogs. And they are one victory away from being crowned the Section 10 Class D champs and moving on to the state playoffs. It is absolutely a huge game, and I want to thank you for listening, man. This is what we're going to end up doing six games in six days together, you and I. And as always, it does mean the world to me that you listen. I really do appreciate it. You thank me. I thank you for listening. And our sponsors... If it's not for you and it's not our sponsors, and I will say it every single time I'm on the air, these things don't go down, man. So, hey, please go into their places, spend a little bit of money, use their services, and we work that in a full circle, baby, around the North Country. And just like that, let's dive our toes inside this more Bacchus and Sons pregame show. Your Hubleton Bulldogs, a fine, splendid, regular season, 11-11. 3-0 and in league play, winners of the West Division, 2-0 and out of conference play with their two victories to get here coming into this baby, 15-3 and overall. The Parisville Hopkinton Panthers out of the East, the number one team in the East, finishing the regular season at 12 wins, one loss, one tie, out of conference, 1-0-1. So with their couple wins in these girls' Section 10 Class C playoffs, the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers, 15-1-2. Again, Bulldogs 15-3, Panthers 15-1-2. Currently, the Parrishville Hopkinson Panthers are ranked seventh in girls' Class C state rankings. Your Hewelton Bulldogs ranked ninth. Oh, boy, it is anybody's game here this afternoon. And the one thing I noticed about these Parrishville Hopkinson Panthers when I was kind of looking at their schedule real quick, they only lost one game this season. That was back on September 20th. So that is more than a month and about a week that they have not lost. They are primed to be winning games here. Can your Hubleton Bulldogs stop them this afternoon under head coach Gus Burns? All the other girls' soccer championships have been decided. Messina knocked off Malone this year in Class A 3-1. In Class B, what a dandy of a game. Potsdam in a shootout beats Governor and moves on. And in Class C, Matt Wannington beating Bruxton Mawira one to nothing. So the only thing left unsettled here in girls' Section 10 soccer is the Class D championship, which will unfold here before you and I shortly. After this game, we'll break it down real quick. Then we'll return to our normal ESPN programming for a little bit. And then we'll be back for the boys' Class D soccer championship in which your Hubleton Bulldogs will be taking on the Shattagay Bulldogs. Well, we've been relying on these three teams in a good way. And when I say three teams, we're talking about your Hubleton girls soccer team, Hubleton boys soccer team, and the OFA football team. We had a lot of great teams knocked out early this year on us in the Lisbon boys and girls soccer teams, 
the Motown girls and boys soccer teams, and then the OFA girls soccer team and the OFA boys, girls and boys. So we're relying, hopefully, OFA Blue Devils, they could keep the wheels on the bus going round and round. They did with a momentous 28 to thunder stumping on the old Governor Wildcats over the weekend. And now we're seeing, can the Hewelton girls, the Hewelton boys survive? We'll talk more about your Hewelton Bulldogs, their past history here in the Section 10 playoffs, their starters, and shortly we get underway for this championship game on the North Country Sports Authority. Autumn is a great time to check out the Chevrolet Silverado at Mort Bacchus & Sons. Whether you're planning to do those last-minute projects or thinking of heading to the woods, the Silverado has all the capability you need to get the job done. We've got great values on our remaining 2018s, and we invite you to stop in and see us on Route 68 or check us out online at mortbacchus.com. Find new roads with the Chevrolet Silverado and Mort Bacchus & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Hey, kid, Psst, over here. So, uh, you like what you see, huh? Look at all these pretty cigarette packages. Someday you're going to be old enough to buy them. Bet you can't wait. <laughs> Tobacco companies pay big money to place their displays in prominent locations and stores. The more marketing kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. See you next time, kid. <laughs> Go to TobaccoFreeNYS.org to learn more. What's in store for your kids? The hurry up! Chili! No hot water left shower! Not fun! So when your old water heater is leaking, sediments are built up, not putting out the hot water the way it used to, then it's time for a Bradford white water heater. All the hot water you want for laundry dishes and for long hot showers. Whether you need a gas, electric, or tankless one, for the house or commercial use, have your contractor get you a Bradford white water heater at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. 40% of our youth in New York State ages 12 to 17 gambled in the past year. A third of them started gambling at 10 years old. The top three past year's gambling behaviors were playing the lottery, lotto, and scratch-offs, betting money on raffles or charity games, and betting money on sports. There are many consequences to underage gambling. Even if they don't seem to be interested in you or paying attention, they're absolutely watching you as a role model. You, the parent, you, the community leader, and you, the teen, can make the difference in the choices they make. To learn more, visit YouthDecideNY.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All right, bada boom, bada bing, baby. You and I here in the girls' class D section 10 championship. Girls soccer, the setting, Potsdam Central School on the turf field. Little bit of rain, going to be a tad bit slick. The protagonist, your Hewelton Bulldogs, not in a bad way, but the antagonist, the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers in the other side of the corner here. And, well, your Hewelton Bulldogs, winners of the West, 11-3 and three during the regular season. Parisville Hampton, Hopkinson, winners of the East, 12-1-1 and one and one during the regular season. Overall, Bulldogs 15-3 and three coming into this, baby. Parisville 15-1-2. Parisville knocking off Motown in round one. And then in the semifinals, they knocked off Edwards Knox one to nothing to get to the championship. Hewelton, they beat Harrisville in the first round four nothing. In the semis, they knocked off Shattagay in overtime one to nothing. That is how they got here. And well, they're looking to move on to the state playoffs. 
You look at your Hewelton Bulldogs over the last several years, you go back to 2015. They lost in the Section 10 championship to Shattuck, 4 to nothing. 2016, losing in the semifinals. 2017, last year, losing in the semifinals. So the Hewelton Bulldogs, they've been scratching at the door saying, Mama, let me into the Section 10 Class C championship. Will the door finally open up here this afternoon? We'll have to just wait until it unfolds. You know, in big championship games, and especially in the game of soccer, one goal is absolutely huge in this game. I mean, one goal almost assures you to get into overtime if need be. I'm not saying that's a guarantee, but that's how big one goal here in this contest is. Well, your Hubleton Bulldogs keeper, Emma LaFaber, she'll be starting your defense, Grace Mills, Mallory Cameron, Sidney Morley, Chelsea Jack, your midfield, Eliza Martin, Sarah McNamara, Josie Carter, up front, Dakota Mouthorpe, Madison McCormick, Bella Doyle, that is your starter for the Hubleton Bulldogs. All the time. Section 10 championship. Coming up next on the North Country Sports Authority. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, I welcome you back. It may be late October. It may be chilly, but let's dip our toes into this girls' Class D Section 10 championship. Your Hewelton Bulldogs. Winners over Harrisville, the latest Chattagay in the semis to get here. The Panthers, winners over Motown, one zip. The EK Cougars, one zip. That's how they've gotten here. Hewleton ranked ninth in the state right now. The Parisville Hopkins and Panthers ranked seventh in the state. This is anybody's game here this afternoon. We're going back-to-back for you on Monday night. It's Monday night, back-to-back champions. We're coming off that championship. Your OFA Blue Devils knocking off the Governor Wildcats 28 to nothing. And, well, back-to-back championship Monday here on the old North Country Sports Authority. After this game, we'll return to our ESPN programming for a little bit and then bring you round two here tonight. It'll be the Hewelton boys taking on the Shattagay boys. In both contests, anybody's game, who plays better here this afternoon? And, again, how huge is just one goal in championship soccer, sometimes between two teams. And again, the one thing I got to tell you, it's a little bit rainy. It's a little slick on the turf field. Balls bounce a little bit from time to time in the box. Sometimes not a bad idea to keep running toward that keeper just in case it bounces off the fingers. Not always easy to grasp when it's a little slick. 
your Hubleton Bulldogs, white socks, purple shorts, white jerseys, purple numbers on the front and back. They're going to be cooking and trotting left to right here, trying to score in the right end. The Parishville Hopkinson Panthers, the red socks, red shorts, red jerseys, white numbers on the front and back. They'll be moving right to left, trying to score in the left end. Again, your keeper for the Hewelton Bulldogs is going to have to come up big here this afternoon. Emma LaFavor. And just like that, we's out of the Mort Backus and Sons pregame show, and we's into the first part of the first half, brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's reality check and youth decide. And the Panthers early going to put a ball deep here on the Hubleton Bulldogs. Comes into the right corner of the box, now down closer to the bottom of the right side of the box, and Hubleton kicks it out until their left, way out to the corner but out across the goal line, and just like that, the Parishville Hopkinson Panthers, 30 seconds into this contest, are going to have a Carlisle Law Firm corner kick here from the right corner. Oh, what an early opportunity here. Got to be on your toes here if you're the Hewleton Bulldogs. Here comes the corner kick. It's high in the air, center of the box, bounces back. Out of the box, out toward the left, Hewleton clears up to midfield. Ball goes up to midfield. The Bulldogs on the run. Panthers get there first, though. Middle of the field. They dish it out deep right. So far, Panthers playing nice deep ball here on the dogs. Track it down in the right corner. Here comes a cross pass into the box. Through a bunch of feet. Out the other side. And, oh, boy. Carter trying to track it down for the dogs. Coming over, trying to keep it in. Is the Bulldogs Cameron. But that will be a Parishville Hawkinson Panthers throw in. Just out of that left corner, off the sideline, 10 yards here. We're just a minute and a half in, and already the Panthers on the dogs just a little bit early here. 0-0 zero, zero is your score. Panthers go in the left corner with the corner kick. And that will be a Parisville Hopkinson Panthers throw in with 38-22 to go as it went right just out near that left corner off the left sideline. Panthers will throw it in. Panthers throw it in into the waste area, left side of the box. Comes back out, but just around the top left corner of the box. Panthers trying again. Hewelton trying to clear, having a little bit of trouble. Panthers keeping it deep on him. McNamara comes over with a left foot, clears it up to midfield. McCormick, McCormick, excuse me, Doyle got it at midfield. Pass to her right to McCormick. She went out to Malthorpe. Intercepted by the Panthers just over midfield. First time Hewelton, even though it's early, has been on the side of the fence of the Panthers. Madison McCormick steals the ball away, but Panthers get support and kick it up towards midfield. At midfield, Martin stepping up for the dogs, eventually into the feet of McCormick. She's feeling it into the left side of the box, just too far ahead. Panthers kick it out, but Doyle trying to track it down. Now plays the ball with the left foot. It stays wide left out across the goal line and be a goal kick here for the Parishville Hawkinson Panthers. So after the Panthers had a really nice start for a couple minutes playing the ball deep on your Hubleton Bulldogs, the Bulldogs all of a sudden get off the leash a little bit here, and they're starting to sniff maybe a biscuit themselves here. And now goal kick comes up and out to the left again. Parishville in the red and white numbers on front and back going right to left trying to score in the left end. Your Hubleton Bulldogs in their purple shorts White jerseys, purple numbers on the front and back. They're going left to right, trying to score in the right end. And Parishville up near midfield, off the left sideline, throw it in. And that is off Parishville and bounces right back out, so Carter will throw it in. Just over midfield, right sideline, dogs going left to right. They try to work it down toward that right car- corner. 
Carter working it down that corner and goes off the sideline and via Hopkinson Panthers throw in. Panthers deep in their own end, throw it in, goes into the feet of Hewleton, Mouthorpe, and right to McCormick. She's dancing and prancing, making some way here is McCormick, working outside top right corner of the box. Now bounced off the ball, protects her body though, shields the ball, works it toward the top center of the box area, trying to hook it up to somebody, and now it bounces over to the right, wide, way wide right in the net, out across the goal line. And that will be off the Hubleton Bulldogs. 35 minutes, 52 seconds to go here in this first half of girls' Class D championship soccer. You have to be buttoned up in these moments because one goal can be so big. I mean, can you tell me another sport that one goal in a game is bigger than in the game of soccer? And you can ill afford to not be ready to rock and roll early on and and get an early goal scored for you. And And that goes for both sides of the fence here. The dogs along the left side of the field here, down near that left corner, will have a throw-in. Martin will come over for Hewleton and throw it in. Comes into the left side of the box. Parrishville just kicks it right back out to the right across that same sideline. So now Martin will throw it in again from about the same spot. Gets it into the feet here at Doyle. Back to Martin along the sideline, but it goes off the Bulldogs' feet and out. So Parrishville will throw it in here. So a good job by the Hewleton Bulldogs, though, after Parrishville came out on the company, first couple minutes to come back. And now stepping up is Carter, center of the field, just across midfield. As the ball came to her, hit a big right boot into it, into the box. And wow, did that come off the foot good, but wide left, bouncing into the box. And eventually across the goal line, wide left, and it'll be a goal kick here for the Parrishville Hawkinson Panthers. Panthers trying to clear it. They've had a little trouble over the last couple minutes. They do get it up to midfield. McNamara at the right foot steps up. Gets it to Madison. She tries to trap it down with the chest. Bounces off her. Parisville kicks it up. Carter there. And the Bulldogs doing a good job here. But Parisville working it back up toward midfield on the left side of the field. And now they lose the ball. So Hewleton halfway between the midfield line and the right corner here will throw it in. Trying to get it to Mouthorpe. Tries to trap it off the right inside foot, but Parrishville gets there. Bounces back to Mouthorpe. Now she controls, and she tries to take it down toward the right corner, working off that right sideline. And she is tripped up by the Parrishville Hopkinton Panthers just outside the box, right side of the box. And now the strong foot of Sierra McNamara will come over here for the Hewleton Bulldogs. Here comes the kick. It's a line driver into the box. Bounces way over to the left side. Jock takes a shot. Had a good opportunity and goes wide left. Out across the goal line and a goal kick here for the Parrishville Hopkinson Panthers. 33 minutes, 18 seconds to go. Dogs doing a great job settling things down here in a little bit of a misty October early evening hour soccer championship game. And now after the goal kick, Bulldogs right back on the attack here. Doyle down in the left corner with it. It goes out across the line via throw-in here for the Hewleton Bulldogs. Looks like Eliza Martin will come over here for the Bulldogs. Out of the left corner, throws it in. Headed right back and out to the right by the Parisville Hopkins Panthers. Martin trying to track it down along that sideline. It goes off her feet out. And that will be a Parrishville ball here. 
32 minutes, 33 seconds to go in this first half. Along the right sideline, they throw it up to midfield. Goes off a couple feet of the Hewleton Bulldogs and out in front of the scorer's table, opposite of you and I. And now a quick throw in here for the Hewleton Bulldogs. Martin will throw it in, bounces off Doyle, eventually into the feet of Jock, and now ahead to McCormick. McCormick dishes left, trying to hook it up to Doyle. Panthers come in, intercept. Doyle trying to track it down, goes off her feet along the left sideline, down near that left corner. Hewleton seems just a little bit that they're possibly on the verge of maybe getting an opportunity here. And now the Panthers, deep in their own end, off the right sideline, throw it in, but into the feet of Martin. Does a nice job, does Martin. Gets it to Malthor now in the box to McCormick. McCormick bounced off the ball a little bit, and at the top center of the box, Panthers able to clear up to midfield. And right now, if Hubleton could get a goal, it would be good because they are starting to own play here. And now they work it back on the Panthers outside top left corner of the box. Panthers defensively pick it up here. They seem to be in a little bit of trouble due to the Panthers, but they finally do get it up near midfield. Kick it on the side of the fence of the Bulldogs, and now they're on a run. And Hewleton in front of their own bench gets a foot on the ball, but it goes out across the sideline. And now the Panthers working it across midfield off the right sideline in front of the Hewleton bench will throw it in with 30 minutes. 52 ticks to go. Panthers throw it in, then a little bit of a bicycle kick attempt to try to play it toward the box. McNamara with the big right foot hits it high in the air, gets it back up to midfield. Panthers at midfield. Tracker down here, then they kick it out of play, and that will be off the Hewleton Bulldogs, or excuse me, the Chattagay Bulldogs. What am I saying? I'm going to head to the next game, the Parishville Hopkinson Panthers. So, Hewleton at midfield, right sideline, will throw it in Carter. First into the feet of the Panthers, right back out. So, just at midfield again, Carter will throw it in here for the Hewleton Bulldogs. Bulldogs, they've been here years ago, but were knocked out by Chattagay for many years in and around the championship game. And then the semifinals the last couple years, they lost their leading score off of last year's team, Alex Steele. But together with the group they had this year and the talent, putting together one of their best teams, and maybe this is the year here for the Hewleton girls as they work it. Again, deep here on the Panthers. Malthorpe loses it, though, along the right sideline, and will be a throw in deep in Panther territory. Again, your Bulldogs winning the West, the Panthers winning the East, and that's not the way it always works in the Section 10 Class D girls soccer playoffs often. You have some teams getting upset, but the Panthers and Hewleton as the number one and two seeds did the job they needed to do to get here. And, well, just in case you're joining me, Panthers, they control play in the opening couple minutes, but ever since, Hewleton's got them backed up a little bit. Can the dogs maybe bite for an early goal here? We'll find out next on the North Country Sports Authority. 
Why did the chicken, Angus, potato, and pumpkin all cross the road? To get to Buster's. Specials at Buster's in Ogdensburg right now. The Black Angus Burger. More tender, juicier flavor piece of meat. Served with fries or chips, $9.99. Or try Buster's Chicken Philly. Grilled chicken topped with sautéed onions, mushrooms, provolone, and garlic mayo. Served on a roll with fries, $8.99. Buster's Homemade Dessert of the Month, Pumpkin Cheesecake. Buster's in Ogdensburg and Canton. Too good to have just one. Where'd it go, huh? Soon? And it's never any fun if your heat goes down. If you have any issues with your heat this fall or winter, just pick up the phone and call JMS Mechanical. They serve all of St. Lawrence County. JMS will get you back up and running and be affordable too. Call 393-5380 or Google JMS Mechanical. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. It is girls section 10 class D championship soccer here from Potsdam Central School. Your Hewelton Bulldogs taking on the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers Bulldogs. White socks, purple shorts, white jerseys, purple numbers on the front and back. They are cooking left to right down the field, trying to score in the right end, Parisville in their red socks, red shorts, red jerseys with the white numbers on the front and back, a dash of blue in the jerseys. They're going right to left to try to score in the left end. Hewleton kind of surrendered the first couple minutes to Parisville. The Panthers were working it deep on the Bulldogs, but ever since, Hewleton's controlled the next 10 minutes or so, and ball currently at midfield, center of the field here. Panthers step up, kick it onto the side of the fence over to the right here on the Bulldogs. Lose it out across the sideline. Last touch by Hubleton. Panthers will sub here with 26 minutes, 46 seconds to go. Again, every minute that ticks off in a championship soccer contest or a do-or-die soccer contest, it's bad enough one goal is so big in the game of soccer. But again, every minute that ticks off, that goal, that one goal, becomes that much more of perhaps the golden goal. And now the Hewleton Bulldogs at midfield. Carter trying to track it down, but Parasol's got it in their feet. They play it toward the box of the Hewleton Bulldogs, but an excellent clear there by Grace Mills. If she didn't make that play, then that ball could have bounced into the box of the Bulldogs, and Panthers had some players coming in, but a solid boot. Up to midfield, out to her left. It does go out across the sideline, so the Panthers will throw it in. And then a whistle here on Williams now into the game for head coach Gus Burns. So a direct kick way on the right side of the field, just over midfield by the Panthers. They do get it into the box of the Hewleton Bulldogs, and with a quick clear, Bulldogs get it up towards midfield. Madison McCormick kicks it up ahead. Panthers head it back over midfield. Trying to track it down as Williams does a great job off her head, then her chest, then the right boot up ahead into the box, but a little too far for everybody ahead, but a very nice play to get things trucking back in the direction the Hewleton Bulldogs wanted to get them going in. Remember, all you got to do, man, stream our games. It's as easy as going to cbogginsburg.com. You can see the schedule there. You can listen to the games online via your phone, computer, or tablet. And, well, guess what, man? You can listen to the games that we have broadcasted. 
Bulldogs get it up to midfield. Williams got it in the right foot and then tried to play it out across the right sideline. And that goes out after Parrishville grabbed it away and kicked it up over midfield. So last touch by the Panthers here. Bulldogs will throw it in off the right side of the field just before midfield. And now Doyle will check back in here for the Hewleton Bulldogs. Looks like Malthorpe will get a little bit of a break. And now the ball at midfield, right side of the field. Working hard here are the Bulldogs. Cameron trying to win the battle. It goes out, and the Panthers will quickly throw it in. You never know what could happen from a throw-in. That goes back to the boys' Class D semifinal right here on Thursday night when the Hewleton boys threw it in just across midfield off the sideline, eventually got a goal from it. And now the Panthers... Crookton right to left down the field, trying to score in the left end. Just over midfield, left side of the field, get tripped up. About 10 yards past the midfield line here. We'll have a kick with 23 minutes, 57 seconds to go. The cloud's getting a little bit grayer here. It's about a 50-60% chance of rain. It seemed to stop for the time being. And now the kick over outside the box, right side of the box. Hewleton able to clear out a little bit, but the Panthers step up. Now put a big boot into it. It's way wide left, and we'll roll out across the goal line. So a goal kick here for the Hewleton Bulldogs. But we do have a whistle on the field. And I'm not quite sure what that was about, but girls were questioning for a second. But it is a goal kick. Again, 23 minutes, 22 seconds to go here on the Holland Pump Supply Scoreboard. The Hewleton Bulldogs in the semifinal game, it took them second 10 minutes, sudden death overtime session, and just a couple minutes left in her, and they got a corner kick, and it was McNamara that was able to skip it off a defender's body, and it went off the hands of the keeper into the net, and now your Bulldogs working it left to right up the field, over midfield, working at trying down the right sideline, but a ball and a pass too far out ahead, and that will roll out here, and the Panthers will throw it in. McCormick defensively here. For the Hewleton Bulldogs, does get beat by some nice footwork by the Panthers. They play it up over midfield, and it rolls out across the sideline. And that will be last touched here by the Panthers. So Hewleton will throw it in. 22 minutes, 27 seconds to go. Throw in by Carter. Bounces over the midfield line, but the Panthers had it. Trying back in the direction here of the Hewleton Bulldogs. And now Panthers work it over to the middle of the field. Martin is there for the Bulldogs. Chips it. Up ahead to Doyle, and now they find McCormick along that right sideline, down near the right corner. She wins the battle on the ball, plays it toward the net. And that's just a slow roller, and the keeper will pick it up and roll it out to the right. And I think that is a play that is absolutely underestimated in high school soccer, boys or girls, is the rollout by the keeper of the ball. It so many times can establish such better control coming up the field for your team been often trying to kick it, and then it's sailing in the air how many feet and then bouncing how many more feet after the one hop, and it's really tough to gain control. But if that keeper just rolls the ball out, I mean, usually have players backed off, and you can more easier, I think, get it to midfield, and that's exactly what the Panthers have done. It did go out in front of the scorer's table along the right sideline of midfield, off the Bulldogs. So Panthers throw it in, work it down that right sideline a bit, trying to get near that right corner, and it's the Panthers that lose the ball here, and Hubleton will throw it in. Hubleton throws it in, and immediately one of the 
Hewelton players goes down. And there's a whistle on the play. Direct kick here for the Bulldogs on their side of the fence. Smouthor back in the game here for Hewelton. A ball play by Hewelton deep on the Panthers. Nobody home, though, for the Bulldogs down near that left corner. It just rolls, 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 and eventually across the goal line down in that left corner. So a goal kick here for the Panthers. We are halfway through this first half. Nil, nil on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Parisville came out in the first 30 seconds, had a corner kick opportunity. They were controlling play in the early couple minutes, but then Hewelton started to put some leverage down. And they, for the most part, have been controlling play. Not as steady as they were, you know, for a 10-minute stretch in this first half early on. Parisville starting to win some battles back here. But still, the ball is being played more on the side of the fence here of the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers. And now the Bulldogs working it deep here on the Panthers, out off the right sideline. McCormick trying to track it down. Parisville picks it up in their feet. They try to clear. Jock steps up, kicks it toward the box area of the Panthers, bouncing outside the top right corner, off the right sideline. Panthers trying to get it. So is McCormick here. And Panthers, with help from one another, gain possession, but then they kick it out to their left and across the line. So Carter, halfway between the midfield line and right corner off the sideline, will throw it in. Into the feet of McCormick. She played a ball out back toward the top right corner of the box here. For the Bulldogs, it's cleared out, though, by the Panthers. All the way back to midfield, it rolls out. It'll be Hewelton throw-in. Hewelton Carter, just over midfield. Right sideline will throw it in. Gets it into McCormick off the right sideline. She got it over to Cameron. Cameron played a shot and a pass up into, well, I should say, excuse me, a pass up here to the right corner. That's too far ahead for anybody. Goes out across the goal line. That will be a goal kick here for the Messina Red or the Parisville Hockey and Panthers. Almost got looked like the Messina Red Raiders out there today. They got a little bit of blue in their shoulders. But with 18 minutes, 33 seconds to go. Your Hewelton Bulldogs putting some pressure on, baby. They got to try to put one in here. Can they do it? We'll find out next here on the North Country Sports Authority. If you've been hurt in a car accident, call the lawyers at the Carlisle Law Firm. We can help you get the answers that you need. Don't try to handle it yourself. For almost 60 years, the lawyers at the Carlisle Law Firm have been fighting to represent the folks who are injured in the North Country getting them the medical care they need and money they deserve for injuries they've sustained through other people's negligence. Two convenient locations to serve you better, 602 State Street in Augensburg and 215 Washington Street in Watertown. At the Carlisle Law Firm, we work hard for hardworking people. Before I was J-Lo, I found my second home here at the Boys and Girls Club. Daniel coaches baseball at the club. But he's also coaching kids and teens to reach their full potential. Phyllis teaches kids how to make healthy snacks but she's also teaching them a recipe for success. At the club, kids and teens learn new skills in our STEM labs. Let's design a code that will teach me a dance move. But really, they're learning to engineer their future. Our trained youth development professionals use club activities to mentor, to make a connection, and to teach them they can. At the Boys and Girls Club, it's not just about being on stage. It's about helping kids walk across it. Announcing our graduating class. 
Larry Maldonado taught me how to dance at the Boys and Girls Club. But that's not why I made it. I made it because he taught me I can. I'm Jennifer Lopez, national spokesperson for Boys and Girls Clubs. Great futures start here. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. Corner kick, right corner for the Panthers. Goes over to the other side and out the outside of the left side of the box here. Panthers control. They look to play it back into the top left corner of the box. Now play it further down toward the goal line. Hewelton able to clear out Magnamara. Gets it into the feet of Malthorpe. Malthorpe takes it out to the right sideline, getting it up towards midfield. And then the Panthers take it off of Malthorpe's feet. And trying to win that battle, and it goes out across the sideline. Going to be a throw in here for Parisville. Nope. One of the players was pushed for the Panthers, so that was a whistle on the Hubleton Bulldogs. Starts to rain just a little bit again with 15 minutes, 48 seconds to go in this girls' Section 10 Class D championship game. And now the Bulldogs, deep in their own end, trying to come up the right side of the field, kick it out across the sideline. And now the Panthers will throw it in. Throw in comes in off the right inside foot of Malthorpe. Panthers kick it out off of Malthorpe. So Carter on her own side of the fence, the Bulldogs up near midfield. Off the right sideline will throw it in. And she throws it in up over midfield. Panthers headed out and to their left right out across the line. So now just over midfield, Hewelton Bulldogs will throw it in. Throwing comes in. They're trying to hook it up to Doyle. Doyle trying to track it down along the right sideline, getting close to the right corner, has it taken off her feet. Malthorpe comes over to try to help, but it's out across the sideline. Last touch by the Bulldogs here with 14 minutes, 51 seconds to go. The winner, the girls, Class D champion, and then move on to the state playoffs against Section 7. And I think that game will be right here on Saturday afternoon, November 3rd. I want to almost say like an 11 o'clock game, perhaps. It is Section 10's year to host. And the Panthers in their reds, unis, white numbers on the front and back, hooking right to left, just before midfield, along the left side of the field. Get it over on the side of the fence of the Bulldogs, but Cameron steps up for Hewelton, whacks it back on the side of the fence here, of the Panthers. Now Sydney Morley along the left side of the field, guarding against the Panthers. Panthers kick it up deep here on the Bulldogs along the right side of the field. Now the Panthers bring it to the center of the field. Starting to get near the top center of the box area, and the Bulldogs, nice step up by Carter, clears it McCormick. Now McCormick up ahead across midfield, center of the field to Malthorpe. She's a speedy little demon, tracks it down, dishes it out left to Martin. Martin tries to give it back to her, bounces back to midfield. Jock steps up, puts a right boot into it, rolls to the top right corner of the box here of the Panthers. Panthers defensively able to clear it out and to their left. Nice play defensively and passing and work by the Panthers. And now methodically they've worked it over to the right side of the field and have got it up to midfield. Tic-tac-toe passing to clear defensively. Nice work there. Panthers at midfield. Now work it over to the right side. 
Again, they established Colt early on in this game, but then Hewelton stole the show for the next 10 minutes or so, and it's been a little more even balanced since here. Hewelton does clear it defensively, a nice boot way across midfield on the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers. But just like that, Panthers clear back up to midfield. And now along the sideline, Doyle saves it here for the Bulldogs. Got into the feet of Carter. She played it to her left to the center of the field. Eventually gets into the feet of Malthorpe. And now Malthorpe has the ball taken away by the Panthers. Played over to the right, rolling out in front of the Hewleton bench. They got the hoodies on. They got the blankies. And I can understand why. We're probably at about 40 degree game time temperature here. Only going to get colder as the old sun set. I mean, the sun was hardly out, right, with the gray clouds and some bit of the rain and drizzle. But when it officially sets, it's only going to become that much colder here. We could expect flurries tonight a little bit in game two. We could even get some hail, baby. I'm going to have to try to put on a helmet. Holy cow. Wonder if they sell them at Walmart, man. I get a plastic football helmet just in case there's some big chunks of hail that fall in game two. Got to protect the synapses, man. They hardly fire enough, let alone, you know, a big den of hail. <laughs> See, I'm already losing it in the first game with 11 minutes and 39 seconds to go. Hewelton has the ball, and that's a shove by Molly Williams. Basically, <laughs> just. Might have learned that from her dad on the football gridiron there. Just come over and kind of push down and knock down a Parisville Hopkinson Panthers player. I think lucky she doesn't get a yellow card there. Direct kick for the Panthers. Center of the field at midfield. Kick toward the box of the Bulldogs, but quickly they clear up to midfield. Madison McCormick gets it, chips it over the right to Molly. And now Bulldogs work it into the box. It goes off the Panthers in the box, wide right across the goal line. And this will be the first Carlisle Law Firm corner kick here for the Hewleton Bulldogs. And it'll be taken by Sarah McNamara, the same corner, with just a couple minutes left in the second non-sudden death 10-minute overtime session. She banged one in from. It was a line drive of a shot that ricocheted off the opponent. And into the back of the net. Here comes this one high in the air. It's a good one. Bounces left side. And that cycle kick. Oh, what a save by the goalie or one of the players by the Panthers. McCormick had a shot. Oh, it was going into the left side of the net. And it was blocked. Oh, boy, it's tough because the Panthers are red. The keeper, it looks like a long sleeve pink. But whoever it was made a dandy of a save. It could have been. One to nothing, the Hewelton Bulldogs after the sequence from the corner kick, but instead 0-0 still here on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Nine minutes, 51 seconds to go. We take our last break of this first half, being brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country, coming to Augensburg, 102 4th Street. See what they can do for your family by visiting chcnorthcountry.org. It is, as mentioned, 0-0. One of these teams eventually might get one here. Will it happen in the last bits of the first half? Well, we'll visit our great sponsors and come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. 
Notice your vehicle pulling one way or the other? If so, it may be time to have your alignment checked at Moore Bacchus & Sons. Our laser-guided alignment machine can help you get your vehicle back to factory spec to prevent tire wear and safety issues and keep you going straight down the road. Give our GM certified service technicians a call at 315-393-6000 or visit us at moorbacchus.com to schedule your alignment appointment. Find new roads with GM certified service and Moore Bacchus & Sons where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Hey, kid. Psst, over here. So, uh, you like what you see, huh? Look at all these pretty cigarette packages. Someday you're gonna be old enough to buy them. Bet you can't wait. <laughs> Tobacco companies pay big money to place their displays in prominent locations and stores. The more marketing kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. See you next time, kid. <laughs> Go to TobaccoFreeNYS.org to learn more. What's in store for your kids? The hurry up! Chilly! No hot water left shower! Not fun! So when your old water heater is leaking, sediments are built up, not putting out the hot water the way it used to, then it's time for a Bradford white water heater. All the hot water you want for laundry dishes and for long hot showers. Whether you need a gas, electric, or tankless one, for the house or commercial use, have your contractor get you a Bradford white water heater at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All right. You want the good news or you want the bad news first? I'll give it to you at the same time. Nothing's changed since we visited our great sponsors. Well, that's good, right? Because you will tend not down at 0-0 on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. But at the same time, Jimmy Crick and the Wild Frontier, you were hoping they might be up one to nothing. But there's seven minutes, 23 seconds to go. Your Bulldogs on the run in the box. And the keeper for the Panthers is able to get there first and pick it up and rolls it out to her right. It is the girls' Section 10 Class D Championship. All the other girls' soccer championships have been awarded to Class A Messina, Class B, the Sandstoners, Class C, the Matter Wannington Yellow Jackets. Now we're looking for the Class D victor. And it's the Panthers in their red and white numbers on the front and back. And Hewlett's in their purple shorts, white jerseys, purple numbers on the front and back here in this contest. Panthers on the run right to left down the field over the side of the fence on the Hewlett's Bulldogs. McNamara steps up, kicks it over to her left to Martin. Martin tried to kick it over to her left to Madison McCormick across midfield. But the Panthers put it deep here. On the Bulldogs. Nice play by Sidney Morley stepping up for Hubleton. Got it up to midfield, center of the field to McCormick. She played it over to her right. And then eventually Carter plays it toward the box area here of the Panthers. Bulldogs, several minutes ago, off a corner kick from the right corner as it bounced over to the left side of the box. Had a line drive shot that was going into the left side of the net. And it was either blocked by a Parisville Hopkinton Panther player or the keeper. But it was a dandy of a save no matter what way or who it was. And with 5.51 to go, the Panthers now starting to work it here on your Hewleton Bulldogs. They chip it down to the left corner. Got a little bit of room. Cross pass into the box on the ground. Here comes a shot. And it's wide left. What a golden opportunity. Kind of out of nowhere did that Parishville Hopkinson Panther team strike. And with five minutes and 29 seconds to go, to be a goal kick here for the Hewleton Bulldogs. 
McNamara will take this, one of the captains here. And now Williams will check back in for head coach Gus Burns. Taking a break will be Doyle. Gets kicked up the field. Williams able to trap it down, then goes down on the ground, kicking it up over midfield. She seems to be hurt, slow to get up. Now she gets up, picked up by Carter. And the Bulldogs at midfield have it. And there is a Looney Tooney fan, I'm telling you. I'm trying to stay away. It's on this side of the field behind the fence. And I'm telling you what, I don't know how this lady has a voice left right now, but I got to stay away from her because she's so Looney Tooney. She's even worse than I am, man. And now here comes Molly Williams and the dogs left to right up the field, off the right sideline. Again, the Panthers continue to play good defense, take the ball away, work it nicely sometimes with their passing, give and go up the defensive side of the field, and now they get it up to midfield. Cameron steps up for Hewelton with a left foot, plays it to the center of the field to Martin. Martin now with a left foot, kicks it up ahead to McCormick. McCormick on the run, goes off the feet of the Panthers, out in front of the Panthers' bench. Martin gets it before it goes out to McCormick, left sideline. Try to dribble it past the Panthers player, but it goes out. And again, we talked about it. In championship soccer games, again, I feel it's, it's the sport that one goal matters more than anything in this sport than other sports. And, well, we're almost through a first half of soccer. It is 0-0, so... You know how big a goal, whether it's scored by the Panthers or the Bulldogs, is big in this contest. And now Hewelton. Jock comes up, and she'll kick it down to South Carolina, I feel like, out across the sideline. And that's out at midfield. Panthers will throw it in here with three minutes and 24 seconds to go off the left sideline. Panthers now will throw it in off the Bulldogs right out on them. Carter. And right now up at midfield, the Panthers will throw it in here. Panthers throwing it in, trying to use that left sideline. Now kick it over to the center of the field here. Getting it deep on the Bulldogs with some passing. Center of the field, dish pass over to the right. It's in the right side of the box. Martin trying to track it down for the Dogs. Comes outside the right side of the box. Along that sideline now, and Martin kicks it out to her left. And that'll be a Parrishville throwing here with two minutes and 44 seconds to go. Out of that right corner near it, Panthers throw it in. Comes right back out, and that will be off Parrishville, so deep in the row end, off that left sideline here. Hewelton will throw it in. Two minutes, 26 seconds and counting. A very slight drizzle here at Potsdam Central School. I'm sure the girls playing are pretty warm out on the field, but the girls sitting, man. Woof. They got the hoodies. They got the blankies. And now a ball played into the box. LaFever being there, being smart. We'll pick up a roller before any damage can be done. Or paraffin. Paraffin? <laughs> are we cooking paraffin wax to try to make a homemade candle or something? The Panthers could get in there and get it. And, again, how instrumental is it? I mean, the ball will be slick. It is turf a little bit of rain. Keepers really got to hold on to that ball for their life. And now Parrishville working it deep on the dogs, just outside the top left corner of the box. Hewelton comes over, clears it out to the right, and Parrishville deep in Hewelton territory will throw it in off the left sideline. Working it off that left sideline. Now try to go back defensively. Kelsey Williams now in for head coach Gus Burns. 
she's working hard along that sideline, trying to get it up to midfield. And a combination of her and Malthorpe, they get it up there. But then Paris Hill gets it right back in their feet until Eliza Martin with a big right foot. She's played exceptionally well over the last several games for the Hewleton Bulldogs. She clears it up towards midfield and out to the right, but it does go out across the sideline, so Panthers at midfield will throw it in. Working along the left side of the field, it goes back out. Parrishville throw in along that left sideline just over midfield. And it goes right back out off the Bulldogs, further down the sideline. Now they throw it in towards the center of the field. Cameron with a left foot. Clears it up center of the field to McCormick. Now McCormick, a big boot with 38 seconds to go up to Malthorpe across midfield. Out to Kelsey. Now Kelsey off the right sideline, taking it for the Bulldogs. Chips it up ahead, drifting toward the right corner, but too far ahead of anybody and rolling, rolling out across the goal line. So the Panthers here at the goal kick, 21 seconds to go in this first half. And just like that, 40 minutes of it gone in a blink of an eye, and now, how precious are the next 40 going to be? Ten seconds. Panthers will kick it out to the right. Goes out across the goal line. And with that, time will expire here in this first half of play. Your Hewleton Bulldogs zero. The Panthers zero. It's all zeros on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. And we'll be back next here for our UPS store in Augensburg halftime show on the North Country Sports Authority. Why spend the same amount of money for bronze when you can get gold? The Gold Award, presented by Choice Hotels International, was recently awarded to the Grandview on the river in Ogdensburg, based on what guests have said, exceeding guest expectations, and being the best of the best. The Grandview is a great place to stay at. Why? Ottawa is only an hour away, five minutes away from the bridge, five minutes away from the Ogdensburg airport. Not to mention the Grandview sits on the banks of the St. Lawrence River. Magnificent sunsets. As a guest, you will enjoy looking out to the river right from your room. Have use of the exercise facility, free continental breakfast. One last thing, but perhaps what they are best known for, the Grandview Restaurant, an exquisite menu and wine list. For accommodations and dining, look to the Grandview on the River. See it all at grandviewogdensburg.com. Their website again is grandviewogdensburg.com. 40% of our youth in New York State ages 12 to 17 gambled in the past year. A third of them started gambling at 10 years old. The top three past year's gambling behaviors were playing the lottery, lotto, and scratch-offs, spending money on raffles or charity games, and betting money on sports. There are many consequences to underage gambling. Even if they don't seem to be interested in you or paying attention, they're absolutely watching you as a role model. You, the parent, you, the community leader, and you, the teen, can make the difference in the choices they make. To learn more, visit YouthDecideNY.org. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome you back. Well, I'll tell you what, I could just be sitting on the couch, but no way, Jose. 
do I want to be sitting on the couch? I want to be here at Potsdam Central School and you with me listening to this girls' class D sectional championship game. Your Hewleton Bulldogs taking on the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers. We are at the half of our UPS store and Augensburg halftime show, and the score is 0-0. Zero to zero. And, well, I'll tell you what. The Panthers, they came out in the opening couple minutes. They controlled play. They had an early corner kick from the right corner 30 seconds into this contest. And you're like, oh, boy, Hewleton on their heels a little bit. But all of a sudden, after that first three minutes or so, Hewleton started to win the battle. For about the next 10 or 12 minutes of the half, they really started to control play, had some opportunities. But then Parisville started even it out a little bit, and that's kind of the way we finished that first half. But the most exciting moment, the best opportunity going to the Hewleton Bulldogs being generated off a corner kick from the right corner off the foot of Sierra McNamara, bounced over the left side of the box. I think it was Madison McCormick kind of swung around and took a good shot off the left foot going toward the left corner of the net about five feet off in the air. And it was either saved by the keeper or blocked by one of the Parisville Hawkinson Panthers, but it looked like it was going in. Instead, the score stays 0-0. Zero, zero. And I'll tell you what, eventually I'm going to get to my couch. That's going to be a point tonight. Sit back and relax. And I'll tell you what, when that baby gets old, where do you go for a new one? How about it? Top of the hill furniture and mattress right there in Hewleton. Large selection. Amish-made furniture. Mattresses for any budget. We're talking starting at 100 bucks. The one thing I know about them in Jeremy and also his wife, Michelle, is that they give people good deals. They're not out to make a ton of money, you know? They have a good business. So you give them a call, recliners, love seats, couches, you name it, from Lane, Simmons Beauty Rest stuff, 315-854-3304. They're open Friday and Saturday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, 10 to 1, and always by appointment, free delivery. So go over there. And the next time you're thinking about furniture, it might just be worth it for you to go to Top of the Hill Furniture and Mattress right there atop. And Hewleton, and well, they are certainly rooting on the Bulldogs. And the Bulldogs, they got off the leash a little bit in that first half. They were barking for some biscuits. They almost got one, but the Panthers kept them out of the net here. We'll be back next. We got a little bit of time. That'll be the start of the second half here. And the next goal is going to be extremely valuable on the North Country Sports Authority. Hey, Augsburg, New York native Rick Carlisle, head coach of the Dallas Mavericks, to talk to you about the Carlisle Law Firm, focusing on personal injury, social security disability, and workman's compensation. Since 1961, the Carlisle Law Firm has been working to get people of the North Country the money that they deserve. Consultations at the Carlisle Law Firm are always free. If you've been hurt, don't try to handle your case yourself. For more information, visit PrestonCarlisle.com. The Carlisle Law Firm, working hard for hardworking people. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325 a free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. Why did the chicken, Angus, potato, and pumpkin all cross the road? 
to get to Buster's. Specials at Buster's in Ogdensburg right now. The Black Angus Burger, more tender, juicier flavor piece of meat served with fries or chips, $9.99. Or try Buster's Chicken Philly, grilled chicken topped with sauteed onions, mushrooms, provolone, and garlic mayo. Served on a roll with fries, $8.99. Buster's Homemade Dessert of the Month, Pumpkin Cheesecake. Buster's in Ogdensburg and Canton, too good to have just one. Where'd it go, huh? Soon? And it's never any fun if your heat goes down. If you have any issues with your heat this fall or winter, just pick up the phone and call JMS Mechanical. They serve all of St. Lawrence County. JMS will get you back up and running and be affordable too. Call 393-5380 or Google JMS Mechanical. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, I welcome you back. It is that time of year you get the sniffles a little bit. The end of the nose gets a little red. The cheeks get a little chilly. Oh, boy, Chilly Willie. You remember that character? What a fun character he was. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm Christopher Spicer bringing a play-by-play of this girls' Section 10 Class D Championship. Say that with me ten times. Girls' Section 10 Class D Championship. Girls' Section 10 Class D Championship. Holy cow. It's your Hamilton Bulldogs taking on the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers. And my, oh, my, Granny Smith's apple pie. Don't that sound good coming warm out of the oven on a cool October night? That it is. Probably about 39-degree temperatures here at Potsdam Central School. A little bit of rain has fallen out on this turf field, so a little bit slick. It's been a battle. It's 0-0 on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard between your Hubleton Bulldogs and these Parisville Hopkinton Panthers. And, well, Panthers, they look to strike early. Corner kick 30 seconds in, but they couldn't cash in. Then Hewelton, they got the momentum the next 10, 12 minutes. They had some chances. Nothing too phenomenal, but we're working it maybe to potentially scoring a goal. You could kind of feel that, but then things evened out. But it was later on in that first half, a corner kick out of the right corner for the Hewelton Bulldogs. Oh, it almost went eventually into the back of the net, but the Panthers survive, and that's where we stand. 0-0 is your score on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Hewelton coming into this baby, winners of the West regular season count, 15-3 and three overall. Parisville winners of the East regular season crown coming in this baby, 15-1-2. Parisville Hopkinton ranked 7th in the state. Hewelton ranked ninth in the state. Bulldogs beat Harrisville in the first round, 4-zip. They beat Shattagay, one nothing in the second, 10-minute non-sudden death overtime session here Friday night. And that they moved on to the championship game. Parisville Hopkinton tight games. One nothing over Morristown in the first round. One nothing over the fifth seeded Edwards Knox Cougars. That's how they have landed here. And well, when we come back from visiting our great sponsors, you and I will be landed in the second half of this contest next on the North Country Sports Authority. Hi, my name is Patty from Ottawa, Ontario. I've been shipping packages to the UPS store in Ogdensburg for over 20 years. Save a ton of money and the staff is always helpful. A great service they provide for Canadians. I've had wheels, tires, small packages, etc. shipped to the UPS store in Ogdensburg and I've had a great experience every time. It's a great place to ship too if you live just north of the border and you save a lot of money. Save money shipping and receiving your packages at the UPS store in Ogdensburg. Minutes from the bridge located in the Price Chopper Plaza. If you want chicken, go to Dixie Lee. Theirs is the best around. 
They always have great sides and specials too Nothing better have I found Dixie Lee'll always be the home of chicken for me Good old Dixie Lee Dixie Lee Ogdensburg Dixie Lee Ogdensburg You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome back from Dixie Lee to Potsdam Central School. We start this second half of soccer. 0-0 in this championship game. Whoever wins, their wheels on the bus keep going round and round as champions and into the state playoffs. The loser... Unfortunately, season over with their last bus ride home tonight to Hewleton or Parisville Hopkinton. It's your Bulldogs in purple shorts, white jerseys, purple numbers, front back going right to left this second half. They're going to try to score that golden goal down in the left end. Panthers in their red unis, white numbers on the front back going left to right, trying to score that golden goal in the right end. And now the Panthers, just like they did early in the first half, Start to work it deep here on the Bulldogs. Hilton does clear up to midfield. Doyle traps it down, kicks it over to her right, trying to hook it up to Malthorpe. Malthorpe traps it down, plays it back defensively here to Martin. Martin controls left side of the field, kicks it up here to Doyle. Doyle trying to keep it in off the sideline. Can't from going over, and Parisville will throw it in here. First part of this second half being brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Youth Decide. I talked about it early, and that in soccer, one goal, especially in championship games between two teams that could win and be 50-50 probably every time they played, looms so big. We went through a whole first half of play, no goals. So now, obviously, the next goal, especially coming in the second half, if either of these two teams score it, will be absolutely huge. 38 minutes, 18 seconds to go. Hewleton working it in the box on Parisville. And now from the right side of the box, play it in. Madison McCormick. And that is eventually into the feet of Mouthorpe. But the keeper was there, had her hands on it. Mouthorpe kind of dribbled it away from her and to her right and tried to kick it. But it went off the side of the net. And a kick out of the box area here for the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers. Parisville, yes, has sniffed it. Indiana Hewleton has had some corner kicks and had some chances, but it's Hewleton that have had the best opportunity so far here in this contest. And now they're working it right to left here on the Panthers down the field over along the right side of the field. Carter plays the ball up ahead toward the box of the Panthers, spins out to the top left corner. Hewleton trying to track it down. It's off the Panthers, and will be a Hewleton throw-in. 15 yards out of the left corner with three minutes. Just about run off here in this second half of play. Carter off the left sideline, looking for somebody. Finds Doyle down near that left corner, defended well by the Panthers. Doyle off the goal line, gets it into the left side of the box, into the feet of McCormick, and then it goes off the goal line, and that is off the Hewleton Bulldogs. So the Panthers will kick out of their box here with 36 minutes, 55 seconds to go here in this half. Again, after this contest, we will go back to ESPN programming for a little while and then be back for the Boys Class D Championship. They'll probably hand out awards after this. It'll take about that 10 minutes, I would say. And then the boys 
Hewelton and Chattagay before the championship game will have at least 20 minutes to warm up. So I'd say we're probably going to take about a 15 to 20 minute break after this baby's over again, return to our normal ESPN programming and then come back for your boys class D championship game. Now Hewelton working it deep here on the Panthers off the right sideline. Martin will throw it in into the feet of Malthorpe. Back to Martin off the right sideline. Tried to play it into the box. Panthers trying to defend it well and kick it out. It goes off Hewelton and bounces back across their own goal line in the Panthers. So they'll kick it out of their own box with 36 minutes to go here in this half. Well, what are you going to be for Halloween's the question, man. Oh, I got my Halloween suit in the closet. I can't wait to break it out and do some trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah, Spice goes trick-or-treating. I love candy, just like any kid does, man. All you got to do is use your manners, baby, and say trick-or-treat, please. And, well, Panthers kick it out of their box. It goes right in the favor of the Bulldogs, though. They take it out to the right side of the field off Panthers. Quick throw in by the Bulldogs down near the right corner. Malthor tracks it down, gets it to Martin, off the Panthers, and again, 15 yards outside the right corner. Martin and the Bulldogs will throw it in. Comes into the middle of the box area, bouncing toward the keeper. Panthers trying to clear it out to their left due, bouncing in the air, over along the sideline. Panthers kick it out, and again, Hewelton will throw it in. Down near that right sideline, Panthers with the header, just... Play it right back out. Hewelton will throw it right back in. Down near that right corner. Again, goes out. And this time, just out of that right corner, about five or six feet. And actually, I believe there is a whistle here. And that is going to be some type of foul here on the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers. And outside the box, right side, Sarah McNamara will take a direct kick here for the Hewelton Bulldogs. Into the box, Doyle, McCormick trying to get feet on him. McCormick does, tries to take a shot, a little weak off her foot, wide right and out. And Panthers will kick it out of their box here with 34 minutes and 13 seconds to go. Every minute that evaporates, the big goal becomes that much more important. Your exclusive home for Major League Baseball. 10 minutes left, every second becomes important. You cannot lose your focus because if a blink of an eye, something could get by you, and that could be the goal, and ends up winning it for the other team. Parisville trying to clear it up. Hewelton being stingy to start this first half, except for that first minute or so. And now Doyle working it outside the top left corner, working hard here for the Hewelton Bulldogs. And stepping up is Carter. So is Morley. And now Morley along the left sideline goes off Bulldogs. Panther throwing deep in their own end off the right sideline. Nice throw in. They've got a little bit of room to operate, do the Panthers. They're working it over to the middle of the field now. Into the box area. Panthers got a shot. Here it comes. And a save made. It was going to the right side of the net on all the wood you'd want on it if you're a Panthers fan. And there was LaFavor for the Bulldogs, and that's the best opportunity in this game for Parisville Hopkinton so far. And now the ball comes up to midfield. Carter plays it center of the field over to Malthorpe. Now Malthorpe on the run, one-on-one. Players coming back for Parisville, moves in McCormick, center of the field. She chips a shot up ahead. That's wide right. Keeper knocks it down, loses it out across the goal line. 
I thought. Fischel was right there, says no. And that would have been a corner kick if she did, but she grabbed it in time, and she'll kick it out and up to her right. Doyle first there, though, for the Bulldogs. Knocks it down, and just like that, the Bulldogs just outside, top left corner of the box here on the Panthers, and now they lose the ball down the sideline to the Panthers, and just out of the left corner, Carter will throw it in. Eight minutes into this second half, out of the left corner, Carter down into the corner further, off the inside right foot of Doyle, back to Carter coming off the line, stolen by the Panthers, nice play defensively. They start to clear it up to midfield. Mills there, plays it over to her right, intercepted though by the Panthers. Panthers play a big ball way ahead, down toward the right corner, but too far ahead for anybody, and going out across the line, and McNamara and the Bulldogs will have the throw-in. 31 minutes, 44 seconds to go here. What do we got brewing in the witch's pot a couple days before Halloween? Who's going to get the big win, baby? Throwing by the dogs, deep in their own end, off the sideline. Trying to hook it up to Molly Williams. Goes right back out on the Panthers. Again, throw in off the Panthers. And just like that, Hewelton has worked themselves about 40 yards up the field, up near midfield along the left sideline. Carter will throw it in once again here. Bulldogs, as she's backed up, and I can't believe she's actually being backed up as far as she is. That's not actually where it went out. But she is backed up a little bit, throws it up towards midfield, goes off by the Panthers again at midfield. So three throw-ins in a row here by the Bulldogs. They just continue to work themselves down the field here, and now Carter will throw it in. Parrishville, this time, traps it off the right foot, kicks it up over midfield. They're on a little bit of run, right side of the field. Now play it to the center of the field toward the box area of the Bulldogs. Hewelton clears temporarily. Panthers get it back in their feet, though. Panthers sniffing. Outside the box, left side, now coming in the middle of the field. Play the ball over the right side of the box. Somebody coming in for the Panthers. They just couldn't get it on their right foot. And as a result, it goes way wide right across the goal line and a kick here out of the box for the Hewelton Bulldogs. 30 minutes, 18 seconds to go. Somebody looking for the golden goal, baby. The golden ticket, man, to get to the state playoffs here. And win your Section 10 championship. We're all knotted at zeros. We'll be back next on the North Country Sports Authority. With fall arriving, now's the time to start thinking about having your vehicle checked over for the colder weather ahead. Our factory-trained, GM-certified service technicians can help keep you and your family safe and sound on the roads this coming season. From routine maintenance to major repairs, we've got the tools and expertise to handle all of your automotive needs. Give us a call at 315-393-6000 or email us at mortbacchus.com today to set up an appointment. Find new roads with Mort Bacchus and Sons, Chevrolet and Buick, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Hey, kid. Psst, over here. So, uh, you like what you see, huh? Look at all these pretty cigarette packages. Someday you're gonna be old enough to buy them. Bet you can't wait. <laughs> Tobacco companies pay big money to place their displays in prominent locations and stores. The more marketing kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. See you next time, kid. Go to TobaccoFreeNYS.org to learn more. What's in store for your kids? You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. 
Hi, welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. We're starting to get to that point where the goal probably definitely going to be the game winner if it's scored in regulation here. This girls' Class D Section 10 championship. Your Hewelton Bulldogs taking on the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers. And it is all knotted at zeros here. Hewelton gained early momentum in the first half, had some opportunities, then things evened out, and then late Hewelton had a wonderful corner kick opportunity, bounced across the left side of the box. Hewelton put a shot. It was blocked or saved by Parisville Hopkins and out of the net. It could have been one to nothing, but it wasn't. We're kind of even Steven here in this second half. Hewelton's came down. They've had some really good opportunities. But Parisville's also had their best opportunity of this game. And right now it's the Bulldogs on the run here to the Panthers' box. Outside the box, right side. They go back defensively to Martin in front of their own bench and closer back to midfield. She'll play it up along the right sideline. McCormick on the run for the Dogs, tracks it down. Here comes the cross pass, comes to the top center of the box area. Carter coming over, takes the shot, bounces into the box. Keeper out to her right, will pick it up. Smart play there before Doyle and company could get in for Hewelton. And now Panthers try to clear it up towards midfield, but it bounces back in the favor here of the Hewelton Bulldogs and Woodard along the left sideline trying to keep it in play. Can't. Panthers will throw it in. And now it goes right back out. This time Hewelton will throw it in. Comes into Parrishville. Parrishville tried to kick it to midfield, center of the field, now has it up on a little bit of a run. Panthers building up some speed. Martin trying to step up with the help of Sidney Morley, and they stop and halt the Panthers. Now Hewelton has it midfield. They play it over to the left, try to play it over to Carter, but it passed too far ahead, and here come the Panthers. Panthers got room to operate outside the box, right side. Here comes the cross pass into the box, rolling, chipped out by Hewelton, put right back by the Panthers, and clearing it out. Oh, wow. And that's going to be a call here on the Hewelton Bulldogs, or no, excuse me, the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers. Thought that was going to be a direct kick, and what a golden opportunity it would have been just outside the top right corner of the box for Parisville, but ruled against the Panthers. So McNamara and the Bulldogs will... Kick it from deep in their own defensive end here. Left side of the field, McNamara, nice ball. Up to midfield, into the feet of Morley. A left toe tapper over to her right, trying to hook it up to McCormick. And now Hewelton on the run here along the right sideline, trying to keep that season alive Are the dogs here. McCormick along the right sideline. Pays it into the box. They play it up in the air off Parrishville. Kick back out toward the front of the box. And we have a corner kick. That ball did go out before it was kicked out in front of the net area. Off the Panthers' goal line. Last touch by them. And a corner kick here for the Hewelton Bulldogs with 25 minutes and 16 seconds to go. I'll tell you, ain't no putting your feet up on a couch during this, baby. She's so exciting. But you need a new couch. Top of the hill. Furniture and mattress right there in Hewelton. Open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 10 to 1, and by appointment. And now the ball comes bouncing into the box. The keeper will knock it down and grab it in her arms for Parrishville. Nobody could get a boot on it for the Hewelton Bulldogs. As well, large selection of Amish-made furniture. Mattresses for any budget. 
Even starting at 100 bucks, you can get a mattress and free delivery. Top Hill Mattress and Furniture in Hewleton. Furniture and mattress. Mattress and furniture, it doesn't matter. You can get both there now. Give Michelle or Jeremy a call, 315-854-3304. Rooting on the dogs, baby! They are from the top of the hill. And now Bulldogs trying to work it up to midfield after Parrish Hill worked it on them a little bit. They do get it to midfield, but there the Panthers step up. Play it right back on the side of the fence. He will working it deep along that left sideline. Oh, the blue sky starting to fade away here into the evening hours. It's been a good contest. Who's going to get that goal is the question. Will it come in regulation? That's a good question. Often, these games, they're decided in overtime or penalty kicks, and that could be the case here tonight. You never do know. It's the Panthers working it left to right up the field, off the left sideline with a throw-in. Get it deep here on Hewleton, down in the left corner, coming off the goal line. Try a pass into the box, cleared by McNamara and the Hewleton Bulldogs. Panthers put it right back in the box. Left side, though. Here comes the ball rolling toward the keeper. Now bounces over to the right side of the box. They're going to get a chance for a shot. Here it comes on the ground. Bounces over to the right and wide in the net and out across the goal line. Ball zigging, zagging every which way but loose there. Wow. Holy barbaloot zoots and the swanny swan swans here. As the loving Lorax would say, to the Wunseler. Man, chopping all of them truffling trees down, man. What about that? I'll tell you something. That wasn't cool. Oh, the swanny swan swans had to leave the barbaloot zoots. Oh, man. I didn't like it. And, well, neither team likes being in a nail biter like this sometimes, but that's what you live for. And back to the action, Bulldogs working it up right side of the field, up to midfield. Kick it up over the midfield line. Only two defenders back for Parrishville, but they're strong there. And they clear the ball right back on the side of the fence of Hewleton. Now it's just kind of right in the center of the field, at midfield, Parrishville, trying to gain possession. Martin being a stickler, playing a solid game for Hewleton. Takes the ball away, gets it center of the field to McCormick. She traps it down, tries to play it out to her left. Bounces back to Carter. Back at the midfield line for Hewleton. She'll play it out to her left. And intercepted by the Parisville Hockey Panthers. Panthers and with a big boot cleared up to midfield. But there is Carter with a left-footed boot. She plays it toward the defense of Parisville. Now Hewleton on a run in a box. McCormick gets a left foot on it. Not a lot of wood on it. And it dribbles toward the right side of the net. And the keeper will come out and grab it here. Panthers kick it up to our midfield. Morley with the header plays it over to her right near the Hewleton bench, but it goes out across the sideline. Well, we talked about it in the first half, how big a goal can be in the game of soccer. We talked about it a little bit in the second half. And that's with 60 minutes more on the clock. Now we're down to just about 20 or so. How big is the goal, right? I mean, it's huge. And the Bulldogs looking for one here. They're working it deep on Panthers. Work it over to the right corner, Mouthorpe, coming off the right corner and trying to come in off that goal line but loses the ball and be a kick here out of the box for the Panthers. So with 20 minutes, 58 seconds to go, we visit some of our great sponsors, Hewleton Zero, Parishville Hopkinton Zero. You're listening to it on the North Country Sports Authority. 
The hurry up, chilly, no hot water left shower, not fun. So when your old water heater is leaking, sediments are built up, not putting out the hot water the way it used to, then it's time for a Bradford white water heater. All the hot water you want for laundry dishes and for long hot showers. Whether you need a gas, electric, or tankless one, for the house or commercial use, have your contractor get you a Bradford white water heater at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. 40% of our youth in New York State ages 12 to 17 gambled in the past year. A third of them started gambling at 10 years old. The top three past year's gambling behaviors were playing the lottery, lotto, and scratch-offs, spending money on raffles or charity games, and betting money on sports. There are many consequences to underage gambling. Even if they don't seem to be interested in you or paying attention, they're absolutely watching you as a role model. You, the parent, you, the community leader, and you, the teen, can make the difference in the choices they make. To learn more, visit YouthDecideNY.org. The Carlisle Law Firm is a North Country law firm that's been helping North Country people for over 50 years. If you've been injured in the North Country, you need a North Country attorney who understands what you're going through. The attorneys at the Carlisle Law Firm are your neighbors, and we are here to help you. We've recovered millions for over 50 years for our clients, and there's never a charge for consultation. We win cases because we work hard. At the Carlisle Law Firm, we work hard for hardworking people. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. Just in case you're joining me, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty time here. Girls, Section 10, Class D Championship Soccer. Parisville Hopkins a chance. Save. Wow! A big save by the Bulldogs. <laughs> wow! The save of the century. The Panthers working in the right side of the box. The player had a shot, but she made a smart play. She waited for the defender to run by her, then brought it back, took the shot. But Favor made the save, but it got through her legs, and then she turned around and grabbed it. Before it went across the goal line, so the Bulldogs, wow, they avoid a big goal there. And now, there'll be a throw-in here for your Hewelton Bulldogs, just over midfield line along the left sideline. Working down near the goal line is McCormick. Panthers trying to clear, they do. They clear up towards midfield, but stepping up is Jock. For the Bulldogs, getting in the feet of McCormick. Defense comes up, takes it away. Nice clear by Parisville up over midfield. Morley will go back to her defense. McNamara, Bulldogs in a little bit of trouble here. They're trying to clear it out. Here come the Panthers in their box. And then a big foot by the Bulldogs. Cleared out to the left. And McCormick along the midfield line, left sideline. Trying to keep it in play, but it goes out. And, whoa, what was a 50-50 game for a while here in this second half. Both teams having opportunities. All of a sudden, the Panthers feeding off a little momentum and almost had a goal of favor. Came up big for the Bulldogs. A hard shot. She stopped it. And then it did still squeak to her legs, but she was able to turn around in enough time and grab the ball before it rolled across the line. And, oh, she covered it up. Oh, boy, did she ever cover it up after that. Nobody was getting to it. And now the Bulldogs working it on the side of the fence here of the Panthers. 
Panthers clear. Up at midfield, out across the line. So Carter will throw it in with 16 minutes, 40 seconds left in regulation. This second part of the second half being brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country. It's not about insurance or the ability to pay. It is about your health care. And they're coming to Ogdensburg soon, 102 Ford Street. And now Hewelton will throw it in. Parrishville trying to head it up back. And it goes off the feet of Doyle. That will go out of play. So Panthers deep in their own end, right sideline as the rain continues to sprinkle down here, a little bit more consistent, a little bit more steadier here. And Parisville throws it in, gets it to midfield. Chips it a little deep on the Bulldogs over to the left side of the field. Bulldogs step up. Clear it back towards midfield. Parisville wins the battle. Center of the field, have the ball. Tip it toward the box area of the Bulldogs. Bulldogs with a clear out to the right. Right back up to midfield. Center field McCormick plays the ball out to her right. Just too far ahead for Malthorpe. Defense steps up. Clears it up to midfield. But though the Bulldogs, they step up at midfield. Center of the field. And they take it away here for a second. But the Panthers regain possession. Now work it right side of the field. Hewelton clears it back up midfield, center of the field. McCormick picks it up. Her, Malthorpe, Doyle on a run, but the ball taken away from McCormick. Here come the Panthers. The pot's starting to get stirred with 15 minutes to go. Every second now matters. Every little chance that may start to develop. Crowd going to be more antsy, more excited. Parisville working it down near that left corner. Only been one Carlisle law firm corner kick so far. I think that went to Hubleton early in the half. But Parrishville will throw it in off the sideline down near that left corner. And again, the rain starts to pick up here. The ball. Oh, man. I'll tell you, it's slick. And if you're a keeper, you've got to be extra special knowing about that. And now Parrishville sniffing outside that box again. A handball just outside the box on the Hewelton Bulldogs. And a direct kick, I'm telling you, top center in the box, three feet back. And, oh, what a golden opportunity here for the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers. The only good news for the Bulldogs on this is it's not a penalty kick. It didn't happen in the box. But it's coming from top center of the box area, five or six feet back here. And now in the net's favor, standing in the middle of the net here. Here comes Parisville's opportunity. Here comes the shot. It's up, and it's knocked down by Lefebvre out to her right. Hewelton trying to clear out across her own goal line will be a corner kick. But Lefebvre did what she needed to do in that moment, and that was make that save for the Bulldogs. And now, like I said, we didn't have one, but now we got another, baby. It's a Carlisle Law Firm corner kick here from the left corner for the Panthers. 13 minutes, 28 seconds to go. Oh, boy. It's Championship Monday. Back-to-back Championship Monday. The boys' Hewelton team next to take on Chattagay after this one. But who knows when this one will be done. And now here comes the corner kick. It's a good one. Into the box. Bouncing, center of the box area, cleared by the Hewelton Bulldogs out to their left. Parrishville gets it right back deep, though. Hewelton clears up to midfield toward Madison McCormick. Madison McCormick tries to play it over center of the field. The pass to her right, nobody home for the Bulldogs. Parrishville gets it back here. 
again. About a 50-50 battle here tonight when it's all done and set on the soccer field. But Parisville starting to, to win the battle a little bit more as the second half develops here. But it's Hewelton that gets it up over midfield. On the run is McCormick for the Dogs. Off the left sideline. Panthers player goes down. No call. Outside the left side of the box. McCormick making a couple moves around a couple Panther players. Has one more to beat, but the ball bounces back to the left corner. Goes off the Panthers, throwing from the left corner by McCormick. Into the left side of the box, bounce right back out by the Panthers, out across the goal line off Hewelton. And a kick out of the box here here for the Panthers as, again, the wind now, or excuse me, the rain starting to come down a little steadier. Oh, boy, we're 11 minutes, 57 seconds away from potentially two 10-minute not sudden death overtime sessions. If this goes into overtime, no matter what happens, no matter if one or ten goals are scored, there would be two 10-minute overtime sessions. The Bulldogs trying to do something about that after the goal kick. They work it deep back on the Panthers, right side of the box, try a cross pass way over to the left side, but nobody home. It goes all the way out across the field and out across the sideline. So deep in Parisville territory, they'll have a throw-in out of their own right corner here. Panthers will throw it in off the head of the Hubleton Bulldogs, Cameron, and that will go out. And Parisville getting closer up to midfield will throw it in. Hubleton trying to get it on their feet, lose it out across the sideline once again. Parisville throwing up near midfield, right sideline again. Panthers going left to right down the field, trying to score in the right end. Bulldogs, they're going right to left, trying to score in the left end here. Ball. In the favor of the Bulldogs, just over midfield, center of the field. McCormick plays it to Mouthorpe. A little too far ahead for her. Parrish will clear up towards midfield. Martin there for the Bulldogs. Stop the ball. Now on a one-on-one battle, that's one in the feet of the Panthers. The crowd now coming in for the second game. Now treated to this game here. That's still 0-0. Parrishville getting it on the side of the fence of the Hewelton Bulldogs. Hewelton clears, but right out in front of their own bench, and Parrishville will throw it in. We will now take our last break here of this contest in regulation. The Bulldogs, the Panthers, everything on the line here. Can one of them get a goal? We'll be back to find out next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. 
Your North Country sports leader is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Wow, we're getting to that point. Europe would say it's the final countdown here. I welcome you in. Christopher Spicer being the play-by-play of this girls' Section 10 championship in Class D. Your Hubleton Bulldogs taking on the Panthers. Bulldogs ranked ninth in the state. Panthers seventh. Both won their respective divisions. Hewleton out of the West. Panthers out of the East. Now they collide in this championship game as the Panthers, the number one seed coming in. Hewleton, the number two seed. It has been 0-0. Quick synopsis. Parisville came out very early on in the opening couple minutes. Generated some chances. Had a corner kick. Nothing came about. Hewleton then really started to take it to him for the next 13, 14 minutes. Had some decent chances. Then things kind of even out for the first half, but Hewleton had the best chance in that first half with a corner kick out of the right corner that came over to the left side of the box, put a shot toward the left side of the net, and it was either blocked or saved. And, well, Parisville avoided being down one to nothing. We get into the second half, 50-50, but Parisville hopped in and has opened it up a little more and then had a golden opportunity inside the right side of the box, took a shot. LeFevre was able to make the save. But the momentum of the shot went through her hands and legs, and she turned around quickly and grabbed it before it rolled out and across the goal line and would have been one nothing Parisville. So they both have had their chances. There is whistle on the field. Molly Williams, who was off the bench for head coach Gus Burns, had just went down for a second. She appears to be okay. There are seven minutes, 30 seconds to go here in regulation. Pretty much not a guarantee. But if you score now, you probably, the percentages of winning the game, and you can't always go by percentages, would be about 97%. Hewleton sniffing for one. McCormick outside the box, trying to make some moves here. Outside top center of the box, pass to her right, and that's stolen by the Panthers. They clear it back up to midfield. And wow, I'm telling you, there's that loony toony bin behind the fence here on this side yelling. Like you wouldn't believe. I'm glad she's not broadcasting the game tonight. Holy cow, you might want to punch her in the head a little bit. Badoing, badoing, badoing. So I'm just trying to stay away from her, man. It's the Hughes and Bulldogs that are trying to get something going here. They have a throw-in at midfield, left sideline. Again, they're going right to left down the field with 6.50 to go. Have it on the side of the fence here are the Panthers. Now it's in toward the box area. Right side of the box. Hubleton trying to get there on Parrishville. Parrishville clears it out defensively to their left. Out in front of the Hubleton bench and up to midfield. And now the Panthers got a run and some space along the left side of the field. Getting into Hubleton territory. Playing it down near the left corner. And then a big clearing boot back up to midfield by the Bulldogs. But Parrishville steps up. They take another run with the soccer ball. They work it outside the box, top right corner of the box, a matter of fact. Now bring it back to left side. Hewleton able to clear defensively back up towards midfield. But Parisville will kick it right back on the dogs. Working it off the right sideline are the Panthers. Last, as it rolls out, touched by the Panthers. Hewleton will quickly throw it in. Get it up to midfield. Panthers head it over to the right. Save it in off the sideline. But then further down the line, it goes off a Panthers player's waist and rolls out. And Hewleton will throw it in with five minutes and 39 seconds to go in this contest. These two teams trying to get to the top of the hill, baby. And a Class D championship game 
Well, for your next furniture or mattress purchase, you want to think about, no doubt, going to Top of the Hill Furniture and Mattress in Hewleton. Open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday by appointment, or excuse me, 10 to 1, and then by appointment as well. But locally crafted Amish furniture, Lane furniture, Simeon's Beauty Rest furniture, a lot of good stuff, all at good prices. And that's right there, Top of the Hill Furniture and Mattress. And now with five minutes left to go, Hewleton working it deep on the Panthers, but along the left sideline, lose it out of play. And the Panthers will throw it in here. Panthers off that sideline, throw it in. Get it up to midfield. Across midfield. Panthers work at center of the field. Try to chip it toward the top center of the box area of the Bulldogs. Martin coming back. We'll kick it out to a right with a little bit of a shoulder. We'll get away with a push. And it goes out across the sideline. Way on the right side of the field. Last out on the Panthers. So Martin will throw it in. Got a little bit of a break there for the Hewleton Bulldogs. They kick it up over midfield. Do the Bulldogs. Parisville quick to play it right back to the center of the field. And there's Carter. Center of the field with a right-footed boot. Plays it over to a right to Sidney Morley. Now Martin tries to come up and help the Bulldogs. Panthers battling hard, though. They win the battle. Now they're taking it down the field a little bit. Carter steps up, kicks it away for a second. Panthers get it back, center of the field. Play it over to the left. Now outside the box, 10 yards back, and a Panther player goes down. That'll be a call on the Hewleton Bulldogs. Outside top center of box, a little bit over left, about 10 12 yards back here with 3 minutes and 32 seconds to go. A direct kick opportunity here for the Panthers. The favor came up big on the last opportunity the Panthers have had. Last couple, I should say. Now here comes the kick. Anything can happen at this point. It's going toward the net. It's high in the air. The favor has it in the chest and corrals it. The keeper for the Bulldogs won't let it out of her arms. And now she'll come out to the right side of her box and kick it up towards midfield. Big save by LaFavor and the Hewleton Bulldogs here. Under three minutes to go. Bulldogs get it across midfield. Malthorpe on the run along the right sideline. Working it is Malthorpe looking for the cross. Comes over to the center of the field. Parishville clears it out and to their left. And now eventually up to midfield, center of the field. Parishville gets it. They chip it over to the right. Parishville working it well here in this sequence. 2.38 to go. Stolen away, though, by the Hewleton Bulldogs. Martin gets it to McCormick, center of the field. Passes over right, intercepted, trying to get it over to Morley by the Panthers. They kick it up on midfield, out to their left, and it rolls out in front of the Panthers bench. And Martin, way across from you and I, opposite side of the field here, will throw it in from the right sideline just before the midfield line. Throwing into the feet of the Panthers. They clear it right back, almost in about the same spot Martin threw it in from. And she'll throw it in again here with two minutes and eight seconds in regulation. Automatically, in girls' high school soccer, there is no sudden death overtime. There will be two non-sudden death 10-minute overtime sessions if we fail the score here in regulation. Parrishville working it deep here on the Hubleton Bulldogs. Off the right sideline, outside the right side of the box, Good battle between Mallory Cameron and the Parisville Hawkinson players' offensive player. And now they go down into the right corner, goes out. 
And that will be ruled. Last touch by the Panthers. So with a buck 27 to go, the rain continuing to flow. And the golden goal hasn't happened yet here. Will it happen with under a minute to go? We'll find out. Ball gets kicked up. Center of the field towards midfield. But back in the favor of the Panthers. And from outside the box, left side, they take a shot. The favor as it was rolling weak, able to pick it up. Bouncing a little bit in the hands, though. Things getting rickety here on the Hewilton Bulldogs. They do with the goal kick, kick it up to midfield here. Panthers get it back. They play it right back on the box here of the Hewilton Bulldogs. Panthers, they're wanting to strike here late in this contest. 45 seconds left. Hewilton trying to clear and finally get it up across midfield. McCormick sends one. That's right. Just as it got over midfield, Panthers there. Kick it over and out to their left. Up out in front of the scores table. Off Hewelton. Quick throw in with 27 seconds left for the Panthers. Throw in comes in. Panthers off the left sideline. Work the ball. Now play a ball center of the field. Trying to get it toward the box area of the dogs. But Hewelton clears it up across midfield. 14 seconds left. Parisville, a deep ball right back on the Bulldogs. Eight seconds left. Seven seconds left. Bulldogs trying to clear. Can't. Panthers got a chance in the box. Shot wide left. Time will expire. Wow. And that will do it for regulation. Now a quick break. Two non-sudden death overtime, 10-minute overtime sessions. So if a team scores one or three or four goals, nothing's going to stop. We're going to have two no matter what, 10-minute overtime sessions here. And then if it gets past that, it would then be two five-minute sudden death overtime. Well, it would be one five-minute sudden death overtime session. And then if it was still scoreless, there would be one more five-minute sudden death overtime session. And then it would get to corner kicks. Your Hewilton Bulldogs, they won in the semifinal in the second 10-minute overtime session against Chattagay to get them here. Can they find the magic here again? We will take a break, visit some of our great sponsors, and be back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Where'd it go, huh? Soon? And it's never any fun if your heat goes down. If you have any issues with your heat this fall or winter, just pick up the phone and call JMS Mechanical. They serve all of St. Lawrence County. JMS will get you back up and running and be affordable too. Call 393-5380 or Google JMS Mechanical. Why did the chicken, Angus, potato, and pumpkin all cross the road? To get to Buster's. Specials at Buster's in Ogdensburg right now. The Black Angus Burger. More tender, juicier flavor piece of meat. Served with fries or chips, $9.99. Or try Buster's Chicken Filling. Grilled chicken topped with sautéed onions, mushrooms, provolone, and garlic mayo. Served on a roll with fries, $8.99. Buster's Homemade Dessert of the Month, Pumpkin Cheesecake. Buster's in Ogdensburg and Canton. Too good to have just one. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back in the steady rain at Potsdam Central School. She's kind of drizzling down upon us here, this turf field, hosting the girls' Section 10 Class D championship game. The boys' game follows it next. 
your Ewelton boys are taking on the Shattagay boys. What a game that promises to be as well. But after this game, when it eventually does finish, they'll probably hand out the awards in Class D very quickly. That'll take about five to ten minutes. And then the boys' teams will have about 20 to 25 minutes to warm up. So we will take a break after this game when it eventually wraps up, return to our normal ESPN programming for a little bit, and then we come back to you here for the boys' championship game. And, well, I'll tell you what, has the girls' championship game not been a delight in itself? We knew it was going to be a tight squeeze in that one goal in a championship in the game of soccer is big enough. But when you got two teams and anybody can win it, you got the winner out of the West and the Bulldogs, the winner out of the East and the Panthers. You got the seventh ranked Panthers. You got the ninth ranked in the state, Hewleton Bulldogs, the number one seed Panthers in the Section 10 playoffs, the number two seed in the Hewleton Bulldogs. You know, one goal could be absolutely huge, even more. And well, we went through that first half and we got her underway. And all of a sudden, in the blink of an eye, 30 seconds into her. Jiminy Cricket in the wild frontier. The Parisville Hopkins and Panthers had a corner kick opportunity from the right corner. They did not cash in, luckily, for the Hubleton Bulldogs. And after a very slow start by the Hubleton Bulldogs, a couple minutes in, they started to pick themselves up and really started to control play the next, oh, I'd say 10 to 12 minutes or so. And, and then things started to even out more in that first half. But it was Hubleton getting the best opportunity late in the first half with a corner kick. It bounced over to the left side of the box. They got a good foot on it. It was a line drive. I'm telling you, it was going to the back of the net, and either a Shattergate player blocked it or the keeper made the save, and it remained scoreless, 0-0. We get into the second half. Hewelton worked it on the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers. It was about 50-50, you know, them being on each side of the fence, but as that first half developed, I got to tell you, it was more the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers that took a little bit of control and put the Hewelton Bulldogs on their heels a little bit and had some really good scoring opportunities. LeFevre coming up big for the Dogs, and now we get ready for our first 10-minute overtime session here. Non-sudden death overtime session. As mentioned, the rain, little thick, getting to begin to fall here, and the Hewelton boys trying to root on the Hewelton girls here in their purple unis, white jerseys, purple numbers on the front and back. Kind of dig in, baby. The Panthers in their red shorts, red jerseys, white numbers on the front and back. This is why you play the game of sports, man, to win the championship game, have the chance to be the hero. Sometimes, I'm sorry, but you're not always paying attention in math class. You might just be thinking about winning the game, winning goal, getting it in a championship game. Could that come to fruition here for one of these two schools here in the evening hours? of this championship game as we get it underway. Ten minutes on the hollow pump supply scoreboard. Zero, zero is your score. Dogs going left to right. They're going to try to score in the right end. The Panthers, they will be going right. They're going to try to score in the left end again. Even if one of these teams scores, and it's one nothing after this first 10-minute overtime session, there is automatically another one. I want you to be clear on that. And now the Bulldogs working over the side of the fence of the Panthers off the right side of the field. Panthers get the ball. Panthers center of the field, midfield, push it deep here on the Bulldogs. Stepping up is Hubleton. Play it up to midfield, Doyle. Doyle, excuse me, with the right foot, trying to kick it toward the box of the Bulldogs. Or excuse me, the Panthers. Panthers get it and clear it. Bring it out to their left. Kick it up towards midfield. Malthorpe steals it away for the Bulldogs, trying to come down that right sideline. Panthers take it away. 
And now they kick it out across the sideline. Carter will throw it in across midfield, right sideline, about 15 yards here. Ball comes out, the extra ball onto the field. Ball boy grabs it. And now the throw in outside the right side of the box to McCormick. She tipped it toward the top right corner of the box. Hulton trying to come in and get a kick on it. But Panthers able to clear it up midfield, across midfield. Panthers now on a run. Panthers got a chance outside the top center box. Here comes a shot. McNamara block, which is a solid foot off the Panthers' right foot. And it bounces still outside the box. And McNamara might have saved the goal. Even though it was way out toward the top of the box, it was a line drive shot. And the Bulldogs able to clear it up across midfield. And the Hewleton boys team chanting for their girls team here with 7.59 to go. I got to tell you, ever since more of the second halfs developed, it's the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers that look like they might be the team to score a goal here in these overtime sessions. Now, does that mean Hubleton can't strike quick? Oh, boy, they can. So be ready for that. But right now, the Panthers just got the edge a little bit here. And now the Panthers working it deep here on Hubleton goes out along the left sideline. So with 7.29 to go in this first 10-minute overtime session, Carter will throw it in here into the feet of Malthorpe off the right sideline. Malthorpe trying to bring it to the center of the field. She's knocked off the ball but stays strong on her feet. Some bumping and shoving. Plays it over the right to Carter off of Carter's right foot out across the sideline at midfield. And now the Panthers will have the throw in. Again, it was about supposed to be a 50-60% chance of rain in these evening hours. Well, it is happening. Could be snow or hail later on in the championship game. It's a good thing I brought some hot cocoa, baby. Uh, Well, now the Panthers deep here on the Bulldogs. And then we have a white throw-in off the sideline here for the Hewleton Bulldogs as it goes out deep in their own end. Carter will throw it in. Nice play by Malthorpe to keep it in off the right sideline and advance it up across midfield to McCormick. McCormick on the run. Outside the right side of the box. Here comes the cross pass out in front of the keeper, but nobody could get there in time. And the keeper comes out to her left and grabs it for the Panthers and rolls it out to her right with 6 minutes, 15 seconds to go. In this first 10-minute overtime session, again, if either team scores... And it's one nothing. when the buzzer goes in another six minutes. We will still play the second 10-minute overtime session. So don't you worry if you're a Bulldog fan. It ain't rut-row shaggy quite yet, but it is rut-row shaggy in a lot of ways. Oh, right, come on, let's get the goal. We're fired up here in the rain. The rain's dripping off the old Hararuski here. Come on now, let's get a goal if you're the Houston Bulldogs. And now, as Parisville got it across midfield, offsides on the Panthers, and they'll give the ball back to you. He was in here. 534 and counting. The rain is steady. Oh, the Hewleton Bulldogs. They're looking for a big goal. We got to put the Bulldog rally caps on. Or, I'll tell you what, stand on your left leg. And you got to yell out, roof, roof, five times. And then pretend you're a, a dog let off a leash. And you go outside and run in 72 circles. And then come back in and get a biscuit. And then maybe just then that'll be the luck charm. The old Hewleton Bulldogs need here. 
Bulldogs advancing it up across the field of the Panthers, center of the field. Panthers play blowing dead with a whistle. Direct kick here for the Hewelton Bulldogs, just at midfield, a little over to the left side of the field. We'll come off the right foot of Sierra McNamara with 4.44 to go here. This first 10-minute overtime session, good footed chip into the box here. McCormick trying to get to the ball, bounces off the keeper too far ahead from McCormick. Keeper comes up with it, rolls it out to her left. And they'll get it up towards midfield. Stepping up, nice play there, though. Cameron for the Hewelton Bulldogs. She's kind of pushed off the ball. Here come the Panthers. Jock steps up for Hewelton, though. This is right over to Carter. She plays it over midfield, out along the right sideline, but too far out to the right from McCormick. And with now four minutes and ten seconds to go, Parrish on their side of the fence will have a throw in here defensively off the left sideline. Throwing comes in. McCormick sneaks in for Hewelton, took the ball away for a second, but then taken off her feet by the Panthers. Panthers get it up to midfield, and that goes out of play. And that will be last touch by the Panthers. Carter will throw it in for the Bulldogs, gets it to McCormick. Down that right sideline goes off McCormick's feet. So Panthers deep in their own end will throw it in here. There it is. Three minutes and 19 seconds to go here in this first 10-minute overtime session. Throw in. Comes into Parrishville. Lucky break there. I don't think the official could see that. It went slightly off the hand of the Parrishville player at midfield. Not a huge deal. Wasn't like further down in the field somewhere. It could really cause an issue. And the Panthers at midfield lose the ball out across the sideline. Hewelton will throw it in. So Hewelton starting to win the battle a little bit back here. And they'll throw it deep down toward that right corner, looking for Madison McCormick. But just like the Panthers have done all night long defensively, have cleared out very solid and now get it up over midfield. Panthers on a run. Cameron goes back to her teammate Mills. Mills will play it up to midfield to Jock. Jock kicks it over to her left to Molly Williams. Williams will sell it down, get it past one of the Panthers players. Now trying to get past another can't clear back on the Bulldogs to midfield. And one of the Panthers players goes down. Williams making contact. That'll be a direct kick here for the Parisville Hopkins and Panthers. With two minutes and 13 seconds to go here. In this first non-sudden death, 10-minute overtime session, regardless if anybody scores, we'll be headed for another one, but it is 0-0 currently. And now Parrishville buries it deep here, a ball on Hewelton. Rolling toward the left corner, Hewelton will play it, clear it out to the right. And Parrishville now off the left sideline, 20 yards out of the left corner, will throw it in. They go down toward that left corner, try to make the cross pass. Hewelton gets it, clears it up towards midfield, right side of the field to McCormick. She plays the ball out to her right to Malthorpe. Malthorpe off the right sideline, keeps it in. Oh, no, just goes out. And now the Panthers on their side of the fence, off the left sideline up near midfield, will have the throw-in with a minute 17 to go. Throw-in comes into the bottom of the feet. And off Parrishville, out. Hewelton throw-in. Hewelton going left to right down the field. 
And now Hewelton will make a substitution here. Molly Williams will come out. And the Bulldogs got it outside the right side of the box. Here comes the cross pass. Hewelton trying to get a foot on it. And now, left side of the box, they're looking for something. Are the Hewelton Bulldogs. And I think that might be, I'm not positive, but Trista Ashley into the game here for head coach Gus Burns. But eventually, Parrishville Hopkins clears it up to midfield. Cross midfield, defense of Hewelton steps up, clears it right back on the Panthers. And now the rain really starting to heavy downpour with 15 seconds left. 13 seconds left, 10 seconds left here in this first non-sudden death overtime session. Parrishville does clear it on the side of the fence of the Hewelton Bulldogs, but that will do it here for this first half or first non-sudden death overtime session. The rain coming down, the United States flag blowing in the wind, baby. And one of the winds blowing us here tonight at Potsdam Central School. A rain-dripping, good old-fashioned barn burner. Oh, boy. Now, now, even the popcorn going to get a little hotter in the old microwave now, baby. Because this is what will happen. We will have another 10-minute non-sudden death overtime session. So, again, if one of the teams scores... We will play out the remainder of the overtime session. But if, if it is one nothing, at the end of this 10 minutes, the game is over. If it's 1-1, we'll continue to move on, just like if it's 0-0. The next point from this would be a five-minute sudden-death overtime session. If it's still skate scoreless, then it would be another five-minute overtime session. I'm glad I got some... Change the clothes in the car. I'm going to have to get out of this rain pants and this rain shirt. Then I'm going to have to get another one on for the boys' Class D championship game. You know they want to come out on the field tonight knowing their girls won and that they could win. The winner of this game will host Section 7 this Saturday at 11 a.m., I believe, right here at Potsdam High School. That will not be a game that I'll be able to cover as I will be on the road because – Hewelton, if they win, would be here, as well as the boys, same day, just a little later on in the day. Well, I will travel up to Osable Valley for the All Faith football game. And now Hewelton's come back out onto the field in their purple shorts, white jerseys, purple numbers on the front and back, going right to left, trying to score in the left end here. We talked it, what seems to be a long time ago when our more Backus and Sons pregame show about how big one goal was in this contest. Well, I can tell you, after 40 minutes in the first half, 40 minutes played in the second half, 10 minutes of a non-sun death overtime play, that is 90 minutes of soccer. A goal has not been scored yet. How big is a goal if it happens in these next 10 minutes here? Can your dogs find a way, baby? Come on, Gus. Let them off the leash a little bit. Let them run out there into the wild frontier. Bulldogs, again, going right to left. And here we go. We're going to start this play. Cannot lose focus. Got to give everything you got. Bulldogs going to put it deep on the Panthers to start. Panthers will clear it back up to midfield. Up over midfield. Kind of working on the dogs. Got some run and some room. Here they come. Outside the box, right side. Golden chance. 
Here's a shot. And the same made by LaFaver hugging the right side of the net. And a big save by LaFaver. She did the Bulldogs a favor there, making a save. And now here come the Bulldogs. Malthorpe, center of the field, across midfield. Got McCormick out wide to the left. McCormick trying to track a ball down and a pass out to her. Panthers come over. They kick it out to the right and across the sideline. So with 9 minutes, 13 seconds to go, Hubleton Carter will throw it in off the left sideline, halfway between the midfield line and the left corner. And she looks to go down that line. Panthers get there, clear it up to midfield. There's Sydney Morley, though. Good defensive effort at midfield. Plays it right back on the side of the fence here of the Panthers. Outside their box, top center of the box. <laughs> I jump up and down. I get some of the rain like a dog shaking his body off me here. As it continues to pelt. And way across on the opposite side of the field, out in front of the Hewleton bench, ball goes out. Panthers throw it in. Panthers had the momentum closing out the second half of play. Took that momentum into the first probably four or five minutes of the overtime session. But then Hewleton started to take the momentum back a little bit. It's Hewleton with the ball in the center of the field, across midfield, played on Parrishville. They'll step up and just with a big boot kick it way out and to the left across the midfield line of Hewleton. And now they track it down along that left sideline due to the Panthers. And out in front it goes off Hewleton in front of their own bench, so Parisville with the throw-in. We talked about rain. It's starting to get a little bit harder. It's almost what I feel like to the hail point here. And the Bulldogs trying to clear out defensively do. Working it up the right side of the field. And now get it across to Malthorpe. Malthorpe now on the run for the Dogs at midfield, center of the field. Tracking down the ball, trying to get it out and to the left, but she can't. And Parisville with a pass up the field, left to right, over on the right side of the field, play a ball toward the box. Cleared out by Hewleton, out and to the left. McCormick gets by one player, trying to get past the second Panther defender. Ball going over toward the sideline. Panthers kick it out. Hewleton will throw it in at midfield, left sideline, 7-10 to go. Oh, boy. Carter will throw it in here for the Bulldogs. It is getting silly. It is getting windy. The rain coming at an angle. The Hewleton Bulldogs trying to find an angle into the net here. And now Bulldogs along the sideline throw it in, and it's off Hewleton. So Panthers deep in their own end will throw it in with six minutes and 45 seconds to go in the second 10-minute non-sun-death overtime. It is 0-0 in this girls' Class D championship game. And now at midfield, Hewleton takes it away from Parrishville. Plays it out toward the top center of their box area. And with a sweeping kick, Parrishville will boom it back out to midfield. Working it over along the left side of the field. Hewleton plays it back on a little bit. Ball now out in front of the Hewleton bench. And across midfield, rolling down the left sideline. Still in play. Kicked out by Hewleton. And Parrishville, halfway between the midfield line and left corner, will have a throw in with six minutes and five seconds to go here as the rain continues to get harder out onto the field. And now Hewleton clears it up to midfield. McCormick's got it across midfield, working along the left side of the field, makes a nice move, gets by one player, trying to get by a couple more. Parisville coming back in groups, though, take it away from McCormick. They clear it up towards midfield due to the Panthers. 
Near midfield, Carter comes over trying to take it away. McCormick comes over to help support her, taps it back to Carter. Carter now with a right foot, bounces it toward the box of the Bulldogs, or excuse me, Panthers. It's in the top left corner of the box. Panthers try to clear, and they will kick it up towards midfield. They get it across midfield, but then Cameron steps up for the Bulldogs, plays it to her left. Carter picks it up. That ball will go out across the sideline. And that will be out here on Hewelton, so the Hopkinton Panthers will throw it in with five minutes to go. Panthers throw it in off the sideline, across on the side of the fence here. The Hewelton Bulldogs goes out on Hewelton, and again, rain continues to fall down harder in overtime of this Section 10 championship game. And now the throw in off the sideline by the Panthers comes right back out <coughs> off of the Panthers. So Hewelton, with four minutes and 36 seconds to go here, will make a substitution. And eventually when we get back to the action up near midfield, we'll have a throw in off the left sideline. Looks like Carter will come out. And I believe Woodard will come in here for the Hewelton Bulldogs. Woodard comes in, throws it up that left sideline. Parishville kicks it back to midfield. It's in the center of the field. Both teams trying to win the battle. Parishville does temporarily. Gets it up across the side of the fence on Hewelton, but right out across the sideline, the Hewelton ball. Woodard will quickly throw it in. Gets it up over midfield, but never comes into play. So, so Parishville will throw it in. Off the right sideline with three minutes and 48 seconds to go. Quickly work it deep here on the Hewelton Bulldogs. Outside of their box, top right corner, but Hewelton able to clear back up to midfield to McCormick. Now McCormick over to Ashley. Or excuse me. One of the Hewelton players. I'm not sure exactly who it was. Hard to see the number through the rain here. But it does go out across the sideline on Hewelton. And it'll be a Parishville Hopkinson Panthers throw in. Panther gets past midfield on the Bulldogs off the right sideline, goes out, and will be Parishville ball again. Panthers just over midfield will have the throw in with two minutes and 57 seconds to go. Throw-in comes down off of Panthers' head, down to the right corner and out across the sideline, and that should be Hewelton Ball. And the North Country's home for the in. National Football League, ESPN Radio, AM 1400. There's a whistle as the substitution wanted to be made by the Hewelton Bulldogs. Carter will come back in for Woodard. And when we get back to the action, Bulldogs will have the throw-in deep in their own end, out of the left corner with two minutes and 26 seconds to go. You don't even want the ball sniffing on your side of the fence, let alone down in your corner right now if you're either team. Bulldogs Carter will throw it in. Throws it up the left sideline. Panthers get the ball. They put it into the box here, the Hewelton Bulldogs. Bulldogs trying to clear. It's at the top center of the box. Panthers looking to get a shot. Can't quite get it. Play over to the top right corner of the box, and Hewelton able to clear. Up to midfield with two minutes and one second to go. Holy, oh boy, shake off the old rain gear and try to get rid of some of this water, baby. Oh, she's coming down. And now as it goes out near the bench of the Panthers, 
No, excuse me, a whistle on the Bulldogs. So Panthers will have a direct kick just out in front of their own bench, way over on the left side of the field. Minute 30 to go here. And now they are ruling going back to a throw-in. So there was no actual foul on the Hewelton Bulldogs. Panthers were looking for one, thought they got one, but did not. And off the throw-in, Panthers get it deep here on the Bulldogs. Ten yards outside of that left corner goes out off the Bulldogs. They'll throw it in. Out of the left corner, throwing off the sideline. Into the left side of the box here on the Hewelton Bulldogs. Bulldogs able to clear Madison McCormick. Got a little bit of wheel. So does Malthorpe. Here they come. Chip up ahead. And that's stopped by the Panthers' defense with 54 seconds. Panthers put it back deep on the dogs. In the box, left side, trying to come into the center of the box. Hewlett clears out to the right. Oh, boy, but Panthers got it. They work it down to the left corner. Bulldogs kick it out to the right across the sideline with 36 seconds left. Panthers will throw it in off the left sideline. Ten yards out of the left corner. Hewlett kicks it up towards midfield. At the center of the field, at the midfield line, Parisville will put it right back here on Hewelton with 24 seconds to go. Hewelton trying to clear. Finally, McCormick comes back for the dogs. Got a little bit of space. Works it up the right side of the field. Out in front of the Parisville Hopkins Panthers bench. Kicked out of play. Off Panthers. Carter comes in. Quick throw in. 10 seconds left in this second 10-minute non-sun death overtime session. The throw in will come in deep on the side of the fence of the Panthers. And with that, the last second will tip off the clock here. And now we will head to a five-minute sudden death overtime session. So if somebody scores this time around, it will end automatically. But if it still remains tied, then it will go into a second five-minute overtime session. We're going to take a quick break, visit one of our great sponsors, and be back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Hi, my name is Patty from Ottawa, Ontario. I've been shipping packages to the UPS store in Ogdensburg for over 20 years. Save a ton of money and the staff is always helpful. A great service they provide for Canadians. I've had wheels, tires, small packages, etc. shipped to the UPS store in Ogdensburg and I've had a great experience every time. It's a great place to ship too if you live just north of the border and you save a lot of money. Save money shipping and receiving your packages at the UPS store in Ogdensburg, minutes from the bridge located in the Price Chopper Plaza. If you want chicken, go to Dixie Lee. Theirs is the best around. They always have great sides and specials too. Nothing better have I found. Dixie Lee'll always be the home of chicken for me. Good old Dixie Lee. Dixie Lee Ogdensburg. Dixie Lee Ogdensburg. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All right, I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. It is the girls class D section 10 championship game. We've been through 80 minutes of regulation. We've been through two 10-minute, total of 20-minute non-sun-death overtime sessions, and now we get ready to rock and roll for a five-minute sudden-death overtime session. Whoever scores, if they do, the game will be over on the spot. Your dogs 
Purple shorts, white jerseys, purple numbers on the front and back, going left to right, trying to score in the right end. Parishville in their red uniforms, white numbers on the front and back. They're going right to left to try to score in the left end. Hubleton puts it deep on the Panthers to begin this first sun-death overtime session. Both of a chance in the box, takes a shot, blocked by the feet of the Parishville Hopkinton Panthers, and right away the Dogs almost maybe could have won. Now here comes a shot from deep out left side, way over the right side of the box, drifting toward the goal line and out off the Hubleton Bulldogs, and a goal kick here for the Parishville Hopkinton Panthers. My, oh my. What a contest to open up back-to-back championship Monday here in Class D Section 10 soccer for girls and boys. After this one, we'll return to our normal ESPN programming for about 15 to 20 minutes and then come back for the boys' Class D championship game. Spice going to have to run to the car, baby. Get a new change of attire. This one's almost soaked, baby. Man, oh, man. I'll be soaking in the tub tonight with a couple bath bombs. Taking a little bath, baby. And now back to the plays you probably want to know. <laughs> Instead of my bath bombs and bath, right, coming up. It is Hubleton working it. On the right side of the field, off the right sideline, Carter will have a throw in. And that goes off Hubleton and out. So Parisville, deep in their own end, will now throw it off the sideline with 3.37 to go. You got to be careful. You got to be real careful not to let anybody behind you and squeak through here if you're the Hewilton Bulldogs. It's getting windier. The rain continues to pelt. Oh, boy, the witch has stirred us. Oh, wicked brew of championship soccer here tonight. Just days before Halloween. Here come the Panthers. They're on the run across midfield. Kick it toward the box area of the dogs. Dogs with a big boot clear up to midfield. But Parisville takes it back over. They kick it deep on Hewilton, rolling down to the left corner of the ball. And it goes out across the sideline. Mills and the Hewilton Bulldogs will throw it in here. Carter will actually come over with 2.54 to go and take the throw in here. Now Doyle will come out for Hewilton. Looks like Molly Williams will come in for head coach Gus Burns. Throwing comes in to Molly. Traps it off the right inside foot. But it's Parisville that comes up with possession. Kicking it toward the box area of Hewilton. Over McNamara. Grabs it first and kicks it with the left foot up across to midfield. Across midfield. Parisville gets it. Slip on the turf. Goes out. Last touch by Parisville. Right out in front of the bench. Hewilton will throw it in. Throw it in off the left sideline. McCormick keeps it in on that left sideline. We'll play it back to Martin. Now Martin. Further try to kick it down into that left corner. Finds McCormick. McCormick now trying to come out of the left corner in the goal line. Parisville will kick it out to the right and across the sideline. So Hubleton out of the left corner, 15 yards out of the left corner, will have a throw in off the left sideline. They get it in the left corner. Here comes a cross pass attempt into the box. Nobody home. It rolls out to the top right corner of the box. And now Hubleton takes a shot toward the net. And the keeper moving left to right over to the right side of the net. We'll make the save, and I'll kick it up to midfield here with a buck 35 to go. Well, this game, as like many, rolled the roller coaster rides up and downs, both teams having momentum throughout it. But it's Hubleton that seemed to have more of the momentum here in that second overtime non-sun-death session in this first couple minutes of this five-minute session with a buck 12 to go as Hubleton working on 
left side of the field offensively. Parrishville, deep territory. Whistle on Hewleton when they push. And with that, Parrishville will kick it up over midfield. And now kick it way down the field, rolling just outside the right side of the box, too far ahead for anybody else. Will be Hubleton Ball with just under a minute to go. So it looks like we possibly could be headed for the second five minute sudden death overtime session. 42 seconds on the clock here. Hubleton will kick out of their box. McNamara, lucky for the dogs, has such a good foot and she's able to get it a distance away here and eventually up towards midfield. At midfield, Parrishville gains possession. Carter trying to come over and do something about that. It goes out across the sideline. And I'll be a Hewelton ball here as they're on their side of the fence. 17 seconds left. Throw it over midfield. Molly Williams heads it up in the air, but it goes right out. Parrishville quickly will throw it in. 11 seconds at midfield off the sideline. Throw in comes in. Parrishville starting to run it toward the box of the dogs. Four seconds across pass into the box. Two seconds. One cleared by McNamara. And oh boy. It boils down now, just left five minutes. That's the most we will play. If it remains 0-0 after that, then we will go into penalty kicks, and it will be decided that way. All right, maybe you're just joining me, Christopher Spicer. We're going to micro-mini machine this baby up for you. Hewleton out of the West, finishing 11-3, and went in the West regular season crown. Parisville Hopkinton out of the East, 12-1-1, winning the East division crown. They come into this baby. Parisville is the number one seed in the girls' Section 10 Class D playoffs. Hewleton is the number two seed. Parisville Hopkinton ranked seventh in the state. Hewleton ranked ninth in the state. We start this game. Parisville comes out. First 30 seconds, they have a corner kick from the right corner. They had early momentum first two, three minutes of the first half. But then the next 12 minutes after, Hewleton really gained momentum. They worked it on the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers. And you thought, you know, Hewleton kind of sniffing for a goal. They might get one. But... The rest of the first half kind of settled out after that, but it was still Hewleton with a golden opportunity late in the first half, a corner kick from the right corner that bounced into the box across to the other side. Hewleton got a good shot. It was going to the back of the net, left side of the net, and either the keeper made the save or a uh, player for the Panthers blocked it. I couldn't quite tell. It kept the score 0-0. We get into the second half, and Parrishville Hopkinton, you know, 50-50, but... They really started to develop better scoring opportunities and had the best chances and had some really good ones late in that second half. But LeFevre was heads up as the keeper for the Hewleton Bulldogs, keeping the Panthers out of the net. And then they rolled that momentum. The Panthers did it that second half into that first non-sun-death 10-minute overtime session uh, for a while. But then Hewleton started to win the battle back. They then took over the game in the second 10-minute non-sun-death overtime session really had the control for the first five minutes in that now sudden-death overtime session. And now we get ready for our second one. Bulldogs in their purple shorts, white jerseys, purple numbers front and back, going right to left here in this five-minute non-sudden-death or sudden-death overtime situation. Whoever scores, this game is over if they score. They're going right to left are your Bulldogs. Parrishville in their red uniforms with white numbers on the front and back. Again, it continues to rain here at Potsdam Central School. The ball is in the middle of the field right now. You cannot let down, or at least try not to let down, if you're either team here at this point. And unfortunately, if one of them do, the other is going to keep their wheels on the bus going round and round. And now your Bulldogs working at Malthorpe with speed down the right sideline, getting it deep 
in Panther territory. Trying to work it down to the right corner. Got a little root of room. Here comes the cross pass off Parisville and out across their own goal line down in that corner. And that will be a corner kick here. Or no, it will be a throw in just out of the corner a couple feet. Looked like it went out across the goal line, but it went out across the sideline. Now it goes out across the goal line. And the Hewelton Bulldogs have a corner kick opportunity. Remember, Bulldogs from the right corner in the second non-sun-death overtime session against Shattagay in the semis scored McNamara. Here it comes, high in the air, never comes into play. Stays wide and out to the right and behind the net. A missed opportunity for the Bulldogs there with three minutes and 34 seconds to go. So Panthers will kick it out of their own box here. And now it goes up towards midfield. Headed there by Morley to her right to Martin. Martin kicks it in front of the Hewlett's bench along the right sideline up to Malthorpe. It goes out across the line. Last touch by Hewleton will be Panther throw-in. Well, if these two teams finish at 0-0, they will actually be Section 10 Class D co-champions but only one team, and that is the winner of the penalty kicks, will move on into the state playoffs. And now here comes Hewelton with 2.45 to go, working it deep on the Panthers. Malthorpe outside the box, right side, looking for the cross pass, and it goes off. Panthers down near the right corner across their goal line, and the Hewelton Bulldogs will have the corner kick out of the right corner. Again, McNamara will take it. Her last one, not successful, never came into play. I'm sure this one, no doubt, going to be coming into play with 2.18 to go. A chance for the Dogs to win it. Here it comes on the ground in the box. Hewelton trying to get a shot from the right side of the net. Blocked by the Panthers. Peered out to the left. Tracking it down lower the Bulldogs. Now they play a pass back into the box from the right side. It goes off of Hewelton wide right of the net. Just ricocheted, wasn't a shot, and out across the goal line. And now, kicking out of their own box area with a minute 49 to go will be the Panthers. Again, Hewelton really seemed to have control here in these overtime sessions, except for the first one for a little while. Throw-in comes in. Hewelton steps up and just bangs it back deep here on the Panthers, but out across the line. So Panthers deep in their own defensive end. Out of their own right corner, will throw it in off the sideline. And now kick it up over midfield here on the Hewelton Bulldogs. Bulldogs step up, McNamara with the right foot, plays it to McCormick over midfield, left side of the field. Off Panthers, out across the near sideline in front of you and I with a buck 12 to go. Bulldogs will throw it in here. Carter will have the throw in off the left sideline. Halfway between the midfield line and the left corner. Carter looks for somebody to throw it into. Now gets it up and ahead over the head of Molly Williams. Panthers get a foot on it. They try to play it up towards midfield, but Hewelton keeps them deep here. <coughs> Goes out with 51 seconds. Carter, 15 yards out of the left corner, will throw it in off the sideline here for the Dogs. It was right down into the corner to McCormick. McCormick out of the corner, brings it back a little bit. Here comes the cross pass, and they're saying she was out. So with 36 seconds left, Panthers will throw it in here. Panthers throw it in, and that never came into play. So it would be a Hewelton throw-in. 
with 23 seconds left. Off the sideline, throw it in, trying to hook it up to Williams, and that goes off Parrishville. Quick throw in for Hewelton again with 13 seconds left. Ball is just outside the left side of the box. Hewelton has got it in, and then it's cleared by the Panthers wide left of their own net with just three seconds left, and it would have been a corner kick, but Hewelton will not get there in time. And now this game will come down to penalty kicks here tonight between what's now is your co-champions of the girls' Class D Section 10, your Parisville Hawkins and Panthers and Hewelton Bulldogs, again, are considered co-champions. But now penalty kicks will decide will the Hewelton Bulldogs be the ultimate winner in the end and keep the wheels on the bus going round and round, or will be the Parisville Hopkinson Panthers. We will be decided by penalty kicks here, and then we will take a break as they hand out the awards quickly for the girls' Section 10 soccer championships and playoffs, and then the boys' teams will have about 20 or 25 minutes So I'm going to run to the car, baby. I'm going to get this wet outfit number one off and put dry outfit number two on because it's going to get wet too. So this is the way this will go down. They will get five players each for penalty kicks. So one will go at a time for each team. If you have more goals in the back of the net after your five players have gone through, then you are the winners. If not, then the penalty kicks will continue. The Hubleton Bulldogs. The Parisville Hopkinson Panthers. It's come down to this here in this contest this afternoon, or this evening. Whoa, it's getting chilly, willy, man. Shit, oh, shoot's kind of wet. You know what I mean? And now... We'll get the ball down at the right end from you and I. We were standing at midfield. Now we go to our right here for the penalty kick. Oh, boy. It comes down to this. What keeper can make the big save? Or, unfortunately, a lot of times, a lot of times the players, it's such a big moment. It's such a big goal. But all of a sudden it becomes very small in penalty kicks for a Section 10 championship game. And you might push it over the net or push it wide of the net. (coughs) So I want to thank you for listening. And we're hoping the wheels on the bus continue to go round and round here for your Hewelton Bulldogs. The winner of this game will host the state playoff quarterfinal game against Section 7. I think Shay Z, who would be here Saturday at Potsdam Central School, with a start time of 11 a.m., it is the keeper of the Panthers versus the keeper Lefevre of your Hewelton Bulldogs. And now here they come. The five have been decided for the Panthers. The five have been decided for your Hewelton Bulldogs here. And we'll let you know as it goes. I'm trying to see. It looks like Carter is out there. Martin. McCormick, Woodard, maybe, and Caitlin Sibley. 
So it looks like a player that hasn't even played that much for head coach Gus Burns is going to be going in to take a penalty shot. The Panthers will get the first opportunity first. I'd like that if I'm the Bulldogs to go last. Here we go. Time to rock and roll if you're LeFevre and the Hubleton Bulldogs. Again, so hard as a keeper to save penalty kicks in the game of soccer. Here we go. Here is kick one by the Panthers on the favor. There's the shot. Score into the left side of the net. A diving LeFevre. Just not in time. Did all she could do. And the Panthers take a one nothing lead. And now number 23, Caitlin Sibling. Sibley, excuse me. Off the bench here for head coach Gus Burns. In just to do penalty kicks here in this contest. And now the keeper gets ready. Here we go. Here comes the big shot. Save. Oh, boy, a save. Not a lot of mustard on it. And a save made by the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers. It's not over, but now the Panthers have control here in the penalty kick. If they were to score out, they would win. This is the second round of penalty kicks. Parisville Hopkinton shooting first and have a 1-0 lead. LaFaver and the Dogs need to come up with a save. Here comes the second shot. Score. Bottom left side of the net. Two to nothing. Oh, this is now a must-make for the Hubleton Bulldogs. And Josie Carter will come up here, the senior, for the Hubleton Bulldogs. Carter now gives the Bulldogs a chance as she puts this into the back of the net. We'll at least make it 2-1. to one. Here comes a penalty kick up in the air. Score! She made it look easy. It is now 2-1 to one after round two. We now start the third round. Parisville Hopkinson leading two to one. Again, if they score, each time they get up there, they will automatically win because Hewelton did not score on their first penalty kick. Hewelton. Gotta stop one. Not this time. Score easy in the right side of the net. The Panthers take a three one lead and now really, really put pressure on the dogs. Hewelton has to score. If they don't score, they'll be down two with only two rounds to go and would be forced to stop Parrishville on the next two rounds. Emily Martin now will take the penalty kick here for the Hewelton Bulldogs. Here comes Martin, takes the kick, score, and the official is not going to allow it. He was not ready. He had his back to the play. And it will not count. Martin will get another chance. And now Martin gets ready. Here comes the kick and scores. The keeper almost saved it, diving to her left. But it went off her fingertips into the net. And after three rounds, Parrishville Hopkinton three, Hewelton two. Again, Hewelton got to save one here. 
The fourth round now begins. Panthers, if they score, will force Hewelton to have to, or it will be over. Here comes the shot, and it's in the back of the net. Score! Middle of the net. LaFaver had to choose one way or the other. And now it is four to two. And now Hewelton will come up. This is Woodard, I think, here for the Bulldogs. They have to score this. If they don't, it's over. Woodard now gets ready. Here comes the whistle. Here comes the shot. And it's scored underneath the crossbar and in. Wow, just made it in. And now it is four to three. If Parisville Hopkinton scores this, they will win. Hewelton has to stop this and then score on their chance to force more penalty kicks. Parisville Hopkinton has been perfect. Four for four. Can they go five for five? Here comes the kick. Score! Oh, it was on the ground. The favor had a chance. She just couldn't quite come up with it. And the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers walk away with the penalty shot victory and are moving on into the state playoffs. And with that, we dive into our Mort Backus and Sons post-game show and a heartbreaker for the Hewlett girls soccer team. I feel for them out on that field. But congratulations to the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers. A game your Bulldogs came into 11-3, winners of the rest regular season crown and picking up the number two seed in the Section 10 playoffs, and we're ranked ninth in the state. The Panthers come in as the number one seed, finishing 12-1-1 and winning the East regular season crown, ranked seventh in the state. And, well, they both got here with victories in the first round in the semifinals, and then it went into overtime here tonight, then into sudden death overtime sessions. That didn't settle it. And then it went into the penalty kicks, and the Hubleton Bulldogs missed their first penalty kick. Parisville Hopkinton scored every one, and as a result, even though they are Section 10 Class D co-champions, the Hubleton Bulldog girls lose in the penalty kicks, and as a result, the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers will represent Section 10 and the girls' New York State Class D soccer playoffs and take on, eventually, Chattagay this Saturday right back here at Potsdam Central School, a game that the Hewelton Bulldogs had some opportunities in the first half. They were starting to take it to the Panthers in that first half, but then things even out in the second half with the Panthers really starting to take it to the Bulldogs late in the second half like they should score or could. Then we work ourselves into that first 10-minute non-sun-death overtime session and controlling the play, no doubt about it, was the Panthers. But Hewlett got out of that first overtime session. They can then control the overtime the rest of the way. They look like they might score. They own that 10-minute next overtime sun death set session. 
non-sudden death, I should say, and then the two last five-minute sudden death overtime sessions. But the Hewleton girls soccer team in the penalty kicks, again, they missed their first. Parrishville goes on to score all five, and as a result, the Parrishville Hopkinton Panthers are this year's representative for the girls' Class D state playoffs here. As always, I want to thank you for listening. Phil, for pressing the buttons, making the magic happen. We're taking a break. We're going to return to our normal ESPN programming. And then in about, hard to say, but about 15 to 20 minutes or so, we'll be back for the next championship game, Boys Class D Soccer Championship. Your Hewleton Bulldogs taking on the Shadgay Bulldogs. Unfortunately, this time around, the Hewleton girls soccer team, their season isn't over. Season is over. A splendid season under head coach Gus Burns. And it ends to the Parishville Hopkinton Panthers 0-0 and 5-4 in penalty kicks. You heard it right here on the North Country Sports Authority. Why spend the same amount of money for bronze when you can get gold? The Gold Award presented by Choice Hotels International was recently awarded to the Grandview on the river in Ogdensburg based on what guests have said, exceeding guest expectations, and being the best of the best. The Grandview is a great place to stay at. Why? Ottawa is only an hour away, five minutes away from the bridge, five minutes away from the Ogdensburg airport. Not to mention the Grandview sits on the banks of the St. Lawrence River. Magnificent sunsets. As a guest, you will enjoy looking out to the river right from your room. Have use of the exercise facility. Free continental breakfast. One last thing, but perhaps what they are best known for, the Grandview Restaurant. An exquisite menu and wine list. For accommodations and dining, look to the Grandview on the River. See it all at GrandviewOgdensburg.com. Their website again is GrandviewOgdensburg.com. Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 AM with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long, right here at ESPN 1400 AM.